very busy show today. It's like a proper show. I couldn't do this. I couldn't do this more than once a month. Could not do this more than once a month because it's exhausting. Can I just say, if you've got Sky News, put it on. I, I, listen to us as well. You don't need the sound up because I'm sure the commentary is rubbish. But look at the anti-imperialism anniversary celebrations in North Korea. That is the most fantastic show I've ever seen. And I've seen Neil Diamond live in the round. He had lasers and everything. Seriously, man, it's incredible. Oh, I left my phone on. That's a very poor show. Who do I think I am? Uh, it, it's amazing. And I, I'm not sure... If anyone... Oh, it's moved... Look. They, they keep moving and making different shapes. And now it says 80. Uh, anyway, slightly, uh, uh irrelevant. Uh, half past three, thereabouts, uh, Duncan Bannatyne from Dragon's Den is coming in. No, no, let's, let's all just grow up a little bit. I know I've said some things in the past. Let's all just grow up, okay? No messing around. If you want to speak to Duncan, uh, and maybe ask him for some money. He's got millions. He wouldn't mind giving away, don't, so, Helen, stop making kissing noises in my ear. That's, uh, inappropriate. And it's gonna muff up my chances with him, all right? Just gotta play it cool, isn't it? Play it cool. Uh, he, he wouldn't miss, like, ten thousand pounds. You could, he could give me ten thousand pounds and it wouldn't matter to him. He wouldn't know. So if you want to phone up... Also, it'd be good if you've got any, uh, inventions or products that you might like to Dragon's Den on him. Uh, then 0870 is, uh, the phone number, uh, to speak to me and to speak to Duncan about half past three. Uh, a text... is text vote Tuesday, London. Uh, and today's question, well, you may have read in the newspapers and seen on the news that pop singer, uh, leathery pop singer Madonna, has adopted a child from another country. Now, what we want to know is, should she be allowed to? 84850, yes or no, and at the end of the day, we'll know what you think. That's it, really, that's all we'll know. Uh, I've got other stuff I want to talk about, but, but Alan's called in. Hello, Alan. Yeah, hello, Ian. Um, you've done a thing last week about, uh, Chris, when words he can't say. Oh, yes. You, uh, have you got a word that Chris can't say? Because if you no, have, I... I... Haven't got, I haven't got a word that Chris can't say. I've got a word that James... Two words that James O'Brien can't say. Oh, I, c- I can't play the Chris jingle, then. Okay, what words can't James O'Brien... He can't say because, and he can't say poor. Well, what does he say instead? He says because, and he says poor. Hang on, be- because... Oh, he says because? Yeah. He's from... Is he from up north or something? He's from Kidderminster, so, you know, it's, it's a bit dodgy around that area. I don't know what ki- where Kidderminster is. Well, it's sort of West Midlands. It's a very dark oh, okay. area of the country. Oh, OK. And, and what else can't he say? Uh, I'm poor. That's about be- it. Beca- because... Be because and what? Uh, because and poor. poor. He can't say poor okay. as in, you know, no money. OK, well, I he shall... Poor. Poor. So when do you see him tomorrow? Speak to him. I, I will... Well, well I don't know, if, if I have to. If I have to. I spoke to him three weeks ago. Have I got to do it again, for goodness sakes? Oh, dear. Who the hell is James O'Brien? Well, he's on weekdays, ten till one, and, uh, he was doing a show last night with Steve Allen, uh, which I hear was excellent. Jeff is in the Clay Hall. Good afternoon to you, Jeff. Oh, hello. I've, uh, never spoken live before on the, the, uh, wireless, or should we say radio? But I, I No, we I should say wireless. That, uh, don't you think it's a case they should bring back hanging and capital punishment for all these what? murders that are going on? What? Even, even with these people that are killing people, you know? Yes, murderers. Well, I mean... Well, What's, what's these cases have ever? I don't don't mention don't mention don't, don't mention any specific cases. I don't know any specific I cases. I won't mention anything. Well, I'm I'm not used to speaking publicly. You see. Oh, where do you normally speak privately? Well, yeah, I do. <laughs> 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 well, but, no, 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 you, no but, Jeff, but, Jeff, but, you're wrong. The only thing is about capital oh, punishment. What? Is that you must remember How's back in the on? days in um, 
in the 50s, when yes. they hung Henretti. And yes. People like Ruth Ellis, which was a... Yes. She was good in Heidi High. Oh, uh, well... <laughs> anyway... Yeah, Jeff, I've got to tell you, you're wrong. We shouldn't bring back hanging, and I'll tell you why. Well, no... If, no, I'll tell you why. If, if somebody takes a life, they should pay for Jeff, it. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Jeff, 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 I'll tell you why. Uh, and I, I have an excellent example from something I was watching last week. Have you seen the film Ten Rillington Place? Oh, yeah, I did see Good that. Good film, yeah. isn't it? With uh, Richard Attenborough yeah, as yeah. Um, Christy. Well, I saw it years breathe, ago, yeah. Breathe deeply, my love. Breathe deeply. Don't, no, don't fight it, Bridget. Don't fight it. Uh, and you saw he, he got hung at the end of the film, didn't he? Yeah, that's Also, right. did you see the other fellow that got hung? Uh, the Welsh guy, whose name escapes me. Evans, I think his name was, surprisingly enough. Well, he was innocent. He was innocent. But he I got hung. You can prove it beyond all possibility ah, of a doubt. Ah! Ah! Them. Ah! Jeff! But he was hung and he was innocent. He was hung for the, wa- the murder of his wife and his baby. Oh, he hadn't well, done it. You are. That, well, that so, was the police's fault. I mean, uh, well, you but take a look at these yes. IRA terrorists. The police yes. will yes. grab the first few people they yes. can get. But, but, but that proves that innocent people have been hung. So yeah, we, so, so we, many cases now. Oh, yes. What about all these shootings outside shh, shh, the nightclubs shh, and people shh, getting gunned down Jeff, and people with guns? Jeff, I mean, they. Sh- Jeff, shh, shh, shh. Well, I don't no, know. no, you don't know because you're wrong. Because well, maybe uh, if, I am wrong. Well, you are. If we brought back hanging, <laughs> innocent, and it is funny. You're right. If we brought back hanging, would it be all, how many innocent people would it be all right for us to hang? Well, you couldn't possibly hang one innocent. There we go. That's why we couldn't well, bring... That's why we could reasonable doubt. Th- Jeff, that's why we couldn't... forfeit their lives. No, but we couldn't... We couldn't prove it beyond all reasonable, ba- or reasonable doubt. So therefore we could never bring back hanging because otherwise innocent people would get hanged. Well, wouldn't you they? You can't ever have that possibility, but... Well, no, exactly. That's why, that's saying, why we can't bring back hanging. What about with guns? What's, how are we doing What's happening for? to our country? The culture with guns? No, nothing's happening. It's always been the same. Nothing's different. But... We couldn't bring back hanging because innocent people would get hanged. Do you, do you appreciate that? I do appreciate So that. we can't bring back hanging, can we? Well, maybe you've got a point, but then Thank you. it could be proved. Yeah, but it, but it couldn't be beyond all reasonable doubt. You, you never, there would always be an element of doubt. There would always be a doubt. Innocent people will always get hanged if we have capital punishment. Well, they would do. Yeah, they would, but, so we but, can't... But don't you think there's a... What? In certain exceptions, <laughs> you must hang these people. Yeah, but... They're not worthy of life itself. No, but, but... You're not listening to what I'm saying. In, if we had hanging, and as we did in the past, innocent well, people... I'm not saying hanging. I mean, put them down. Like, take the cat to the vet. They gave it an injection. Oh, an injection. Okay. Nice if we had... And it just dropped oh, down dead. I mean, the thing didn't know nothing about it. If we had capital punishment, let's say, uh, then innocent people would be killed. So we can't have it because we can't no, kill innocent people. Well, I just get a bit angry when I, yes. I listen to the news and all these yes. people being murdered. Murders, yes. And they put them away. Put them away for... Do you know what, Jeff, do you know what it is? What is it? It's political correctness. Gone. Political correctness, yeah. Well, gone mad. Well, you know, it's 60 years since... They... Yeah, we go. We got rid of him. How did he get through the system? What was that about? <clears throat> oh, <dear. laughs> That's a good start to the show, wasn't it? Hey, if Duncan's listening to this on the way in, he's going to think he's come to a top-notch, uh, like, news programme and stuff. He won't have a clue uh, that it's absolute nonsense. John! It's LBC callers gone mad. I've got a theory that Duncan <laughs> Panatine might fancy you as well. It, it, it possibly could happen, couldn't it? Um, anyway, as you know, yes. last week I went to a, a meeting in London to celebrate the 80th anniversary of the Down With Imperialism Union. Are you watching the, the, the display on Sky News from North Korea? 
Disfortunately, I don't have access to Sky, it, uh, the new television fangled uh, technology stuff. It is amazing. Uh, well, yeah, um, anyway, so... The TV, I mean, it's, it's amazing. You can get programmes and stuff and Lost and things like that. Yeah, I, I, I thought I ought to celebrate the occasion of the 80th anniversary of the uh, Down With Imperialism Union. Excellent. Which was founded by Kim Il-sung when he right. was only 14. This is the Ian Lee show we're doing, isn't it? Well, this is Ian Lee. Yeah. I'm Ian Lee, aren't I? This is, right, OK, I'm com- OK. Uh, anyway, I, I thought I ought to celebrate the occasion by reading out a, a few ex- extracts from... My copy of the brief biography of Kim Il Sung. Okay, well, uh, let us know how you get on with that. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Don't worry, uh, uh, London uh, and uh, neighbouring DAB areas. Uh, this is Ian Lee. Uh, we will resume normal services soon. <clears throat> uh, Ian, what's wrong with adoption? Where's the fuss? I just wish somebody would adopt Verinda. Uh, Ian, sh- Madonna can adopt me too. I can fill the gap for a year or two. Ian, is it Ghostbusters too? No. We're having a, a serious text vote. It's very serious because, you know, people's lives are involved in this. Should Madonna, pop star Madonna, uh, used to be quite sexy. Looks really weird now. She's a weird shape. She's all muscular. She doesn't look like the girl that was in that Like a Virgin video. Remember she was on like a, gond- was she on a gondola or something in that? In like a sort of lacy dress. Um, and she was kind of like sexy in a dirty sort of way. But this leathery old gap-toothed uh, woman, yes is, uh, it is a woman, I think, is, uh, hideous to behold to the eye, uh, as to the ear as well. Uh, 0870 If you want to comment on the text vote, 84850. Uh, and you can email, of course, ian at lbc.co.uk. Time now to get the latest LBC 97.3 travel news with Alan Joyce. And the M25 clockwise has two lanes blocked. Uh, Gary. Hello, Ian. Hello, Gary. Hello there. Um, I'm just watching that um, North Korean anti-imperialism thing on yeah. Sky News. It's, it's, it's amazing, it's isn't incredible. it? Incredible. It's the most... Um, uh, g- let, let me try and describe it for people who can't see it. There are, I'm, ge- I'm guessing, what, there are 20,000 people there? Easy. Uh, d- tw- let's say, let's say 25,000 people, yeah. all holding lighted torches, and by that I mean flaming torches. Yeah, not lo- like your wussy ones with, like, lids. Proper, like, you know... Proper flames. flaming sticks. Look, I'm looking at it yeah. now. There's at least, there's probably about 40,000 people there. There's a full shot of it. They're marching about in formation. They're stepping out and spelling uh, Korean letters. They- then they've yeah. made the star, and now they've got the 80. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's... I don't think they're mil... They can't be military. North Korea can't have a military that big. Well, if the Olympic opening ceremony is like this, I'd watch. Let's well, let's get the North I mean, Koreans involved. They well, can do it. It's, it's fa- I mean, okay, can't particularly agree with what they're doing, but they put on a show. It's fantastic, isn't it? It's, it's absolutely great. fantastic. And then they've got some bloke talking, you know, in obviously in Korean. Right. And I don't know what he's saying, but he's quite inspiring. They're showing some uh, old clips of uh, Kim Jong-il, and it looks he's... like an Adam Ant pop video from the 80s. <laughs> he is very much a parody of himself. Did you see the, the Team America? Yes, of course, yes. He almost looks like he copied that puppet. Well, that's where most I know, people... I know it was based on him, but it almost looks as if he's taking it on. That's where most people have their knowledge of North Korea, is from mm. the, uh, a puppet film, Team America. God, yes. I'm just looking... I, I, I'm going to have to turn yes. this TV off. Look at that. That's amazing. That is incredible. Gary, I mean, you've got to admire the organisational skills. Well, they're, they're all afraid they're going to get shot in the head if they muff it up. Well, you get one step out, out and that, that's it. They're going to be a goner. Their family will be, you know, carted off and... I don't know. I don't know what happens in North Korea. But I know what I'm seeing is amazing. And he's right. Gary's right. Let's get these dudes to do the, the 2012 Olympics. It would be fantastic. Much better than people walking around with flags 
And, uh, I watched some of the, uh, the last Olympic opening ceremonies. Duncan Bannatyne in the building. Yeah, I got to school, go, go and get him. Oh, blimey. Uh, and the, the, the opening of the Olympics is always, uh, just awful with modern dancers taking place and, oh, kids. Oh, is it kids involved? No, get North Koreans involved. Uh, as you've heard, Duncan Bannatyne is in the building and will be on the air at, uh, half past three. Uh, if you want to, uh, g- uh, call him up, uh, and ask him a question, 0870 although, uh, I always give the phone number out just as Chris goes out to do something, so, um, pointless, really. Philip in South Norwood. Oh, good afternoon, Ian. Philip. Um, you might be able to help me, well, I've not been some friends of mine with a problem. Yes. Um, I taped a programme on last night, watched it this morning, but some, fr- it's Stephen King's yes. Nightmares and Dreamscapes. Oh, yes. On the new 5 US channel. Oh, um, yes, that started that channel, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, okay. last night. Yes. And it's a series of anthologies of stories, short stories by Stephen King. Okay, because his short stories are in some ways better than his novels. Especially yes. his, his recent novels have been over. Yes, for the point quicker. Yes, yes. Well, last night they had a, a, a one about a guy who uh, you, met, you know the film Small Soldiers, where this guy where they have the um, the toy soldiers go berserk. Oh yeah, it stars David Cross, one of my favourite comedians. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, well, last night they had a story very similar to that. But my friends insist that the man who was the leading star was Clyde Bull. What in in what in in this Stephen King really? thing? But uh, yeah, I've told them it wasn't. I've even told them who it was. Right. But they don't believe me. Blimey. Does so it, I do, just wonder if anybody watched it that uh, they could tell my friends who listen. Yes. Does he look like Clive Ball? He does. Yes. Who who is it? William Hurt. Right. I'm gonna. Look, I don't know William. Hurt. I'm gonna have a look on the internet and we. Yeah, William Hurt it. and. Um, Funny enough, I was looking. I, I watched it. I taped it. Watched it this morning. Yeah. The program, the actual series, was made in Australia. So. But so that just uh, just in passing, but the guy William Hurt, I've seen him in other things. Oh yeah, he does look like Clive Bull a bit there actually. Yeah. And uh, yeah. oh, he was being attacked by soldiers and Blimey. jeeps and yeah. like, like in the Small Soldiers film. Yes, 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 yes. Hey, did you hear Clive's show last night, at eight till twelve? I did. Yes. Did, what, what's the resolution with the jingles? I missed most of the show. Was there? A, there's been a, there's been a sort of compro- uh, what's the word? Compromise. A, 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 a promise. Yeah, that they've. Uh, Agree, there's going to be certain things are going to be on and certain yes. things aren't going to be on. Okay. I get What's the word? What's the word I'm looking Compromise. for? Compromise. Com. Is it Com- compromise? Or is it no. Compromise. Compromise, that's I've, the word. I've just said yes. it a half a dozen times to you, Philip. Are you having a breakdown? No, 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 no. It's, uh, I don't know what it is. It's be the weather. Have you, have you been sniffing glue or something? No, 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 no. No, no, uh, not glue, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, either. Philip, go, go and have a lie down. Oh, was. I'm worried about Philip. Can we send someone round to his house to see if he's all right? Terrifying. Uh, Ronnie's in the Eltham. Hello, Ronnie. Hello. Hello, sorry. Hello. I'm no. trying to reverse up into a car park this place. Don't worry, I'm on the hands free, though. Okay. Um, mm. Basically, what I'm ringing for, it is Madonna thing. Yes. I, I think it's a spa. Okay, well, it's a text vote. Yeah, I know, that's what I said. Uh, I can't remember his name. No, it's Chris, it's a text vote. 84850. Uh, we don't want to talk about it. Boring, isn't it? But I do want your opinions on the text vote. Should Madonna be allowed to adopt a child? Uh, let's take some of these. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian? Yes, you're on the air. It's Duncan Ballantyne here. Right. right. I'm not coming in today, Ian, because I think you're after my bottom. Goodbye. Right, OK. That's, now, this, if this is what we're going to have for the next half an hour, then I'm going to upset a millionaire. So just come on, please. Grow up, for God's sakes. Line seven, you're on the wireless. You're on the air? Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Yes. I'm ringing oh. about Madonna. Why not? Why not Madonna? Yeah, no, it's a text vote. 
Pardon? It's it's a text vote. <laughs> yeah. Uh, goodbye. Bye. There we go. Oh God. It, listen, the Madonna thing, I don't want to talk about it. Like, m- much as I don't want to talk about capital punishment, but for some reason we ended up doing that. We'll have someone phoning up in a bit saying we should legalise cannabis. We're not doing any of that, okay, for goodness sake. Listen, and I know Duncan Bannatine is through four sheets of glass. He's listening to the show now. And if he is, you idiots, talking rubbish like this, he won't come on. So just, let's all just calm down. Can we do that? The, the Madonna thing, I don't want to talk about because it's boring, but we're doing a text vote, 84850. Dearie, mate, let's try one of these. Uh, yes, line three, you're on the wireless. Oh, hi, and it's Warren. Hello, Warren. I just want to pick you up on an error, on a mistake you made. You said Clive Ball from eight till twelve. Yes. Yeah, it's Clive Ball from eight till ten. Oh, of course, then Clive yeah. Ball takes over at ten. Yeah, you, uh, I won, yeah? Yeah, you, you're right, well done, Warren, thank you very much for that. Uh, line eight, you're on the wireless. Yeah, hi, is LBC? Yes, you're on the air, turn your radio off. Yes, uh, my name is Barry, and I just like to say Barry boom bam, Barry Barry boom bam, Barry Barry boom bam, boom Barry boom bam, Barry boom bam. Right now, what? <laughs> has he gone yet? Has, has, has Duncan gone? Are you, you're, Ian, you're, you're wasting my time. I'm not getting uh, involved in this. I'm going. He's off. Good. Did, can we? What was that supposed to be? Barry boom time. <laughs> oh, for goodness' sakes! Line nine, you're on the air. Hello? Oh, this is awful. What do I do to save this? Is Chris going to come and take any of these calls? Because I'm in serious trouble now. Line seven, you're on the air. Hi there, yeah. I've just uh, following up with a guy who said about nightmares and dreamscapes. Yes. Yeah, he's, uh, he's talking about Clive Ball. I've just checked on the website on US Five. Yes. And, um, yeah, it's William Earl. Yeah. Got the pictures up and everything. Tells you all the cars listening and that, so... Excellent. So thank you for that. There oh, we go. One more thing. Yes. Someone was checking up about Adana. Oh, she's ringing a, a radio station, not a, like a takeaway or anything like that. Is she? Right. Okay. Oh, oh I'm supposed to do this live read. There, well, I can fill this. This will fill two minutes. Here we go. Uh, you could win a thousand pounds for you and your family to spend on your energy bill. Next week, with James O'Brien, weekday mornings from 10 o'clock, James needs your family to take part in our Energy Efficiency Week with British Gas. Uh, To find out more, uh, and to apply to be involved in this, log on to lbc.co.uk. Share your family energy habits with London. Uh, An Energy Week with British Gas. Gas. And London's LBC 97.3. British Gas. Oh, I'm just going to go home. Listen. Uh, le- I- I'm not going to take any more calls for a moment, because this has all just gone absolutely pear-shaped. I'll, I'll, t- I'll try one more. Line 8, you're on the air. Oh, hello, um, uh, Dr. Rahim uh, here. Uh, just one quick call yes. about the topic for today, the legalisation for the cannabis. No, we're not, d- we're not doing the legalisation of cannabis. I'm very glad it's very not good idea. No. The psychotic uh, episode uh, yes. is induced with uh, yes. increased use of cannabis. Yes. The modern... Genetically modified tetrahydrocannabinol is. Yes. Uh, we're not, Doctor Rahim. Doctor Rahim, we're not talking about that. I'm glad we're, it is not a good idea. No, excellent. So I'm pleased for uh, yes. um, your uh, sensible approach yes. to a very dangerous subject. Yes. Which no, sometimes we're not doing uh, that subject. There may be some benefit from uh, taxation revenue if one would yes, legalize. Right. Okay, uh, Doctor Rahim, we're not talking about cannabis. It 
it is a very good idea. Thank yes. you. Yes. OK, we're not talking about that. We've done hanging. Uh, we're doing cannabis. Next, we're going to have people phoning up saying, yeah, I've been abducted by aliens and I've seen a ghost. We're not doing that, for goodness sakes. This is not talk sport. This is London's LBC 97.3. C- can we play some ads or something? I need a breather. I'm the chairman of Galliard Homes, and I'm... If you haven't got Sky, go out and buy it now. Go and buy it now and catch the end of this this, uh, anti-imperialism thing in North Korea, because it is amazing what they are doing. Absolutely incredible. Look at that! They look a bit silly close up, it doesn't quite work so well, but from a distance... Oh, it's just, it's just mind-blowing. Uh, OK, listen, uh, after the news, uh, c- can we just start the show again? Because it's been a, a total muff-up for the first half hour. Duncan Bannatyne, uh, from Dragon's Den, is coming in to talk about his book, uh, which I've actually read. I've done the research and everything. Uh, so you've got a question you want to ask him. Uh, maybe you've got an idea you want a Dragon's Den. Maybe you want to beg some money. I don't know. 0870 Have some sense, because that first half hour was appalling, and I've got a, a mul- How much are you worth, man? Me? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't counted. You don't know. It's, <laughs> it's Duncan Bannatyne is in it. Anyone who's seen The Dragon's Den will know who, who he is. Uh, you, you, how can you not know how much you're worth? Well, it's not a big thing I focus on. You know what I focus on is building up businesses and yeah. creating wealth for our people and creating jobs for our people and enjoying life. 500 million? No. Le- less than that? Less than that. 250 million. I'll sell you everything I've got for 250 million. You can keep the change. Uh, there you go, you see. Now, listen, your book's out. Uh, it's, it's the longest title in, in, in the world, for goodness sakes. You, Is it? Talking about it, anyone can do it. You, you've missed out from an ice cream van to Dragon's Den. Yeah, that was just a little bit. <laughs> and and my story as well. You've missed that out. I, I had that conversation with the publisher, believe me. Yeah, well, it's, it, it's fantastic. Now, <clears throat> but I, I don't believe a word of it. I don't believe you started off with an ice cream van and now you're one of the dragons. That's, that's made up, surely, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. 30 years ago, uh, 27 years ago, when I was 30, I didn't have a penny. I was totally penniless. Yeah. I bought an ice cream van at an auction and started selling ice cream. Made it on 27 years. Absolutely, yeah. That, but, see, that, that, so I don't understand how that works, though. How is that possible? Well, didn't you read, I thought you read the book. Well, I, I <laughs> skipped through something. It's all in the book. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't find Anyone can do it. Come on! <laughs> But so you just, you started with an ice cream van, then you got two, then you got an old people's home, uh, then sports got, clubs. Well, I got two, I got six ice cream vans, and then I bought a plot of land and started building an awesome home, mm. uh, with single bedrooms, and then filled it with people, yeah. uh, and made some money, and then I remortgaged it and, and borrowed more. I borrowed six million pounds at one time. Is that not the most terrifying, you know, I, I, I worry because I've just, I've got a mortgage, and you know, and, and a bit of an overdraft, and that's terrifying. Six million quid? No, one of the ice cream, I, I remember a time uh, when, before I had six million pounds, I, I borrowed six thousand pounds to buy a second ice cream van. Yeah. And one of the driver's wives said to me, how can you sleep at night with all that debt? I said, well, how can you? She says, I have no debt. I says, yes, you have. You've got the debt of paying your council house rent for the rest of your life. Yeah. I don't. My mortgage will be paid in 20 years, and this £6,000 will be paid over a period of time. How can you sleep in it? How can you live? I couldn't live without borrowing loads and loads of money and investing it. Can I say the best picture in the book? There's, uh, there's pictures in there. You know which one it is, don't you? That was it. It's, the, it's the, you in the ice cream van with the big curly hair and the moustache. Look, it's I, I, slightly I, I, dodgy, it's got to be said. And a Kevin Keegan pair on <laughs> <laughs> it, looks fan- it looks fantastic. <laughs> ice cream vans are notoriously all gangsters and mobs. Yeah, there was a bit of that, yeah. It, it kicked off a bit, didn't it? A bit of violence, yeah. <laughs> but you're, you were in the Navy, tough Glasgow lad. I boxed, Give yeah. Give me a bit of a kick in, did you? Well, no, I didn't, you know. Did you, did, did, you, did you beat Mr Whippy up? 
I defend myself. Okay, <laughs> very nice. Uh, if you got a question, you don't mind talking to these people, do you? I'd, I'd love to talk to these people. This is my mm, audience. This is my yeah, people. Yeah. Well, you can have them because some of them are mental. I'll tell you that now. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Kev is in the Windsor. Hello, Kev. Hello, Ian. Good afternoon, Duncan. Pleasure. Good afternoon. Yeah, I've got a question for you, Duncan. Go on then. Um, do you know if the makers of Dragons Den have any plans to take the show over to America? And if so, would you consider being part of the show as one of the dragons? They'd love to take it to America, but America doesn't seem to want it. You know, Canada's doing it, um, New Zealand's doing it, Australia's doing it. Everybody seems to be doing it, and the German, the Russians are doing it. But the Americans don't seem to want it, and I can't understand why. I'd love to go there, but they wouldn't understand why. I, I, was, I was in America, uh, and I saw uh, Peter Jones yep. doing, doing some show of there about inventors or something. Yeah, Peter, Peter made that show himself. He wrote that show himself. It's called The American Inventor, and he went over there, and he'd done it. It's a fantastic show. Is it now? Listen, I, I've, I've uh, amazed many people with this fact. Peter Jones, six foot seven? Six foot seven. That's yeah. ridiculous. You don't notice it until at the end, if, when, when two of you get up to go and shake someone's hand, and suddenly yeah. this giant freak just, not freak, that's a bit rude, I, but this giant of a man just stands up and... Yeah, and he's, he's I'm, I mean, I'm five eleven and a half, and yeah. he towers above me. It's amazing. Kev, listen, thank you very much for that. Thank you, and cheers. There thank we you, go. Kev. Oh, there we go. Oh, 870-9090-903. See, you... I get nice people. Nice people are funny to speak to me. <laughs> you see that? You see that? <laughs> okay. You get it bonkers, I get nice people. Oh, in that case, you can have Jonathan. Go on, Jonathan. Hi, uh, Jonathan. Hello. Hello. Hiya, Doug, and it's so nice to talk to you. Thank you, uh, Jonathan. First of all, I'd like to congratulate you on what's a brilliant, brilliantly successful show. He's get... been a part of it. He's getting <laughs> ready for the sucker punch. Here we go. Come on. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> What I was going to say is, oh, you know he infanted you, but I wasn't going to say that. What no, I well, no, hang on, no, no, that, listen, let's get this straight, Jonathan, because <laughs> Duncan Sorry. doesn't know this, because we've not brought this up. Okay. I'm a heterosexual gentleman, pleased to meet you, I have a girlfriend and everything, but I was yeah. saying, sort of, if I had to go gay to yeah. save the world, you would be my choice. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you very much. Th there you go, that's, yeah. there we go, okay. thank you. and I am gay and you're my second choice to my other half. Oh, anyway. God. But uh, no, got that I'm out of that, the way. Duncan, That's fine. The, the, the serious side of it, Duncan, is... Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is a serious side, is there, Jonathan? <laughs> Thank you. Well, actually, see, it's my friend Cedric who watches the programme most, because he, he really, really is into I do needlework normally on the night that you're get, actually get on. Get to the point, for God's right. sakes! He's the, only the, here for 20 minutes! The, the question is... I mean, when... Did you literally start off in an ice cream van to sell an ice uh, cream whip? £18.99 from all good bookstores. Buy my demography, isn't I'm there? I'm going to buy a book. I'm definitely going to buy a book. Jo I can tell you that. Jonathan, I've just asked him that question. Oh, did you? We've just done that. Yeah, bit. we did. Oh, That's right. true. It's true. It's very true, yeah. Yeah, yeah, in the ice cream van. When well, was it after that, then, that you made your first million, was what I was going to say? It was about eight years after I bought the ice cream van. Yeah, you I made first million just on ice cream. No, no, no. About eight years after I started the nursing home, and then it was worth a million pounds. It's in page 127 of the book, Panettone's Autobiography. <laughs> no, I'm read Anyone it. can do it. 1899 from all good bookstores. Yes, that, oh. no, he's gone. You, you, this, <laughs> now you see what I have to deal with every single day is these fruitcakes. You bought a radio station or something, did you? Air, I Air did. <clears throat> I invested uh, in, in a radio station at one time. It was called Alpha FM. Right. And it was in trouble. So I put some money into it, and eventually I ended up being the biggest shareholder. And, um, it was so bad, my children wouldn't <laughs> let me put it on in the car. Oh. They made me switch you off. You wanted to call it Crap FM? Yeah. What That's a brilliant name I, I, I for a station. Crap FM. I thought, because it's so bad, yeah. everybody will tune into the Crap FM thing. Yeah. But the rest of the shareholders wouldn't let me. Yeah. So we ended up calling it A1 FM. Is it still going? Is it any good? Yeah, it's good now. Yeah, it's good. It's, been it's not bought by a big... It's not anywhere near here, is it? So we can talk about it. No, it's in Darlington. Talk, okay. talk all you want about it. Yeah. Uh, if you've got any questions, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Let's just all just calm down a bit. Joe, have you got something sensible to say? 
Banatine gyms. Banatine gyms. <laughs> There's no L in my name. Get his name. No L. No L. No, what did you say, L? Did I? You said Banatine. Yeah, yeah. Oh bloody hell! Sorry. Oh god. Banatine. Sorry. Banatine's health clubs. Right. Yep. Yes. Now, Close. are there any in London? Yes. The only five... one I've seen in it was in Portsmouth. Nope. There's one in Russell Square. There's one in Four Millbank. There's one at Medivale. There's one in Tower 42 in Old Broad Street. Joe, you can, you can have a look on the internet or something. Don't oh, try, no, but I, I thought I'd get it from the horse's mouth, you know, get it okay. from part. And also, can I be cheeky? Couldn't organise it pass, could you? No. There we oh. go, he's gone. Thank God for Thanks that. Thanks for calling. Yes, uh, you, do you, now, do, do you get people all the time saying, because if I... £10,000 to you is nothing, is it? So no. you could give me £10,000... Yeah. ...and it would mean nothing to you. That's right, yeah. Well, why don't you do it, then? <laughs> just, just write a cheque for... Because I don't want but just write a cheque for ten grand. Don't want it. <laughs> but it would be a nice thing to do. Yeah. Get a bit of publicity on yeah. here. On the, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Not going to do it? No. It's really tight. That's disappointing. Uh, okay, well then I bring out my special weapon. It's Verinda. Hello, Verinda. Hello. How you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. Have you got a question for Duncan? Yeah, um, um have you ever invested in something that you end up uh, regretting? I've ever question. invested in something. Yeah, that you ended up regretting. Yeah, that's in, in, in my book, um, Anyone Can Do It, my autobiography. The, um, from an ice cream van <laughs> to Dragon's Den, my story. My story. Yeah. There you go. And, uh, yes, I, I invested £1,040,000 in a company called Lady in Leisure, and I lost every penny when it went Boston. Lady in Leisure? Lady in Leisure. So you've little... read the book? I've read, I've read the book. <laughs> I'm just acting a little bit dumb to further the interview. That's how we do these things. <laughs> what did yeah. you do after that? <clears throat> well, I, I, I had other investments, so I kept going. I just wrote off that million pounds, and that was it. But, um, just wrote off a million pounds. He won't give me ten grand. How <laughs> tight is that? Shameful. Uh, can I ask one, one more question? Yes. Yep. Uh, can you lend us a fiver? <laughs> there we go. So, Bye. There, Thanks see. for calling. Do you do you get that a lot though? People just saying. No, normally, no, I don't know. Just get people tell me how great the program is. Do you get distant family members? Like, second cousins, mm. third removed, who send you letters saying, well, you couldn't help us out with the mortgage. Could you get any of that? No, I don't, but they do ask me if, if I can get free membership to the health club. Oh, really? Saying, yeah. And do you do that? Or yes, do you... I do that, yeah. But you, this is the man who's too tight to, bu to buy paper clips. Absolutely, yeah. Why, why should... Nobody should ever have to buy paper clips again. If nobody bought paper clips in the world again, yeah. we still wouldn't run out of the bloody things. Everybody should get paper clips on the desk, for Christ's sake. Jeez, he's getting angry. Is this, uh, I can see. Uh, I'm a little bit nervous. Let, let's go to Horinda. Hello, Horinda. Hey! Oh. I've got hey! You, go on then. You get on with the other dragon. Uh, next caller. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> keep, keep her up. Keep her up. Come on. Who yes. Yes, we got on. Yes, we got on. Okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, Richard, Richard Fowler and I are very good friends. We, we, we both go to the villa in France together and, and the children swim and they're great. And Deborah's a fantastic girl. She's lovely. Another two are all right. It does seem a bit like they undercut each other. Yeah, I know. It's terrible, isn't it? It's the one at the end, the tall one. He does it all the time. There's a there is a brilliant bit in the book where uh, uh, you, uh, you, d you do him out of 2% or he think Peter Jones thinks he's been done out of 2%. That was in the first series, yeah. And it was quite a big thing at mm. the time. You know what I mean? It's and the he, one he says, talking I, about it. I've been done. I think I've been done <laughs> yeah. here or something like that. Yeah. Theopophetus, though, you'd want to slap him, wouldn't you? Isn't he the most irritating man in the world? Is he? Do you no. Not, do you not think? No, Theo's lovely. Are you sure? Yeah. He's he's all. <laughs> what does that look mean? No, Theo. Theo looked after me when I had my my, my when I fell off my horse and I was injured and I couldn't walk. And, and Theo fools on horses. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. So he let you lean on him, that's... He let me lean on <laughs> When we were doing a photo shoot, I, walk, I had to walk back down the street again. Mm. I put my arm around Theo and he carried me up the street again every time, about oh, 20 well, times. In that case... Yeah. Peter you, Jones laughed at me. He, Theo helped me. I've, I've tricked a friend of mine uh, into thinking that Theo Pafitas invented hummus. She genuinely thinks that's what he made his money from, was from, yeah. from inventing hummus. So just, you know, if you... Just oh, keep that myth going, yeah. if you could. Oh, I will do, yeah. Uh, and Helen Behind the Glass wants to know, are you disappointed that you didn't invest in the Shiwi? Because that, ah. that was genius, of the thing that... Yeah, that was genius, yeah. So women can take this thing out with them. Yeah. And if they want to go for a wee... Yeah. They can put it down the zip, <laughs> and then they can wee like a man standing up. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, you know, there was a bit of a flaw to it. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't know if you've noticed, but men's penises bend. Yeah. Well, this thing was straight. Yes. So you had to actually tilt your body. <laughs> you couldn't actually just stand over a toilet and yeah. get this thing to bend in, in, in direction. You had to stand and, and move your body to... You know, oh, well, that's all, that was the flaw. I think you missed out there. Uh, can you stick around for like another five, ten minutes? I'll, I'll do yeah, some, uh, no, I've got all day. I've no idea. I've nowhere to go. Oh, well, fine. But you can uh, you can hang out and give me ten grand. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the phone number if you want to talk to Duncan about his book. I'll do the title from a Duncan Bannertime from an ice cream van to Dragon's Den. Anyone can do it. My story, blimey. <laughs> <laughs> Time now to get the latest travel with Alan Joyce. And we we'll start with the M25 clockwise. Sick of being Duncan Bannertime from the Dragon's Den. Is that? Uh, no, no, I'm quite happy with that. But actually, okay. there's something called me Duncan Bannertine from um, Break With The Boss, because there's a programme coming out in two weeks tomorrow. Oh, right. Living television called Break With The Boss. Hang on a minute, you've got your own spin-off show? Yeah, a little spin-off show, it's going to be good. What happens? So one, one, one episode. What happens in that? It's not like, have you seen Jade's, <clears throat> Jade's PA? Have you seen? Yeah, I've been watching that. Isn't that fantastic? Jade's PA. <laughs> Jade, Jade's auditioning for a PA. It's yeah. a hideous bit of television. Great, great TV. So what, what happens in this, then? Well, I go, uh, every, every week's a different boss. You go on holiday with three employees. Okay. And at the end of the holiday, one of them gets promoted. Yeah. So during the holiday, you give them challenges on the beach and things like that. It's a fantastic program. Okay. Do you remember that, what was the program, um, Back to the Floor? Do you remember that? Where, where the boss of the company would go and work yeah. on the shop, but wouldn't tell people that he was the... That's right. But they always knew, because the cameraman followed them around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a bit odd. That an old, an old man driving a Rolls Royce uh, yeah. suddenly turned up with a film crew. Uh, the money on Dragon's Den, on the table in front of you, yep. is it real? It's absolutely real. 100% is it? 100% real. 100% real. Yep. Really? Yep. There would, it wouldn't be real, but it's against the law to photocopy money. So it's real. Yep. Oh, okay. Uh, Alan. Hello. He Hel yeah. Hello, Alan. Hello. I have a question for you, which is my 11-year-old keeps asking me. He okay. He is interested in football and what? he also uh, keen on geography. Right. And he keeps asking me the fact that Israel plays into in the European <coughs> Championship. Oh, this good, Angela. <laughs> and uh, Israel isn't uh, uh, a country in Europe. Right. So what? How 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 does it work? I don't know. Let's ask Duncan. Duncan, how does that work? Israel is in Europe, but it plays in the European Championships. I have no idea. Hope that helps, Alan. Thanks very much. Ah, uh, not a clue. We had a bloke phoning up earlier on saying we should bring back the death penalty. <laughs> it's not what happens on this show at all. Uh, let us. Uh, oh, uh, Andy. Hello. Hello, Andy. Hello. I've got a question for Duncan. Yes, thank God for that. <laughs> he is here. So uh, hopefully. Sense. Um, I'm in a very fortunate position, not as fortunate as yours, but I'm coming into some money soon, and I'm looking for somewhere to invest probably up to about 40000 A sensible Where question. Would you recommend? A sensible question, Well, Thank you know, it all depends on your, really, your personal circumstances. I'd have to know a lot more about you before I could actually recommend that. I mean, have you got a full-time job? Do you, oh, have, yes. Do you have a mortgage? If you've got a job, Andy, how come you can phone us up at 10 to 4 in the afternoon? Mm, we won't go into that. Are you bunking off? Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, I don't like that. Andy, you've got to find a, a way out of work. Okay. You got a mortgage? 
Yes. Pay off your mortgage first. Ah, now, this is, we can have a proper serious chat now. Is that, is that the best thing to do? Because mm. my plan has been to pay off my mortgage in like six, seven years and just put everything into that and not, you know, not buy yeah. a new car, not <coughs> buy anything and just pay, pay that off. Yeah. That's the best thing to do. Financially, the best thing to do is pay off your mortgage as not, as you can. Yep. Not get a pension like my accountant keeps telling me I should do? No, he's probably getting commission. Oh, uh, yeah, I think he might don't be. Get an, don't get a pension. Who wants a pension? It's terrible. Well, th this is, this is fantastic, you see. We're on the same wavelength. It, 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 it would be fantastic if we went out for dinner. When I floated in the stock exchange... Yes. Um, and I went, to, <laughs> I went to the city, and I saw all these brokers <coughs> with these huge offices and glass-fronted windows, and I, thought, I thought, and these people are looking after pension money? Yeah. I thought there was going to be some trouble with pensions, and, and there is now. Yeah. There's a lot of pensions in trouble now. So pay off the mortgage. Pay off the mortgage. Hey, you, what, <laughs> what, what, what I was surprised about in this book uh, is that you have done some acting work... Yes. What was when? I've, did got, I've got my my <coughs> equity card. The last thing I was. We love that. I'm an equity card card holding actor. Go, do 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 a bit. Go on. No. Do some acting. Go on. The last time I acted was in January. Right. I was in Sea of Souls, great production, BBC. Oh yeah. And my character was drowned. <laughs> I spent I spent like much eight acting, hours. Though, it? I spent eight hours at the bottom of a swimming pool, twelve foot down in this car. Right. Absolutely amazing, fantastic day. I had to drone a bit ten times. But you, but can you do that now? Because you're much more famous with the Dragons Den now, that, you know, and instantly recognisable. You can you go off and do acting stuff? One of the critics said that it was a shock because he was watching this fantastic program, and then all of a sudden he sees Duncan Bannatyne mm. getting knocked off the side of a cliff mm. from Dragons Den. So it made it unrealistic for yeah. him. So you have got a point now, but I've given up acting anyway. Uh, Chris is my producer agent. Chris is asking, would you like to be the next James Bond? Yeah, I'll come back for that, yeah. Okay, you, you, you make a return to, uh, to acting for that. Hey, pantomime, panto pays well, about 20 grand a week for some people. Oh, yeah, that sounds good, yeah. You, you, and, Jim you and Jim Davison? Yeah, me and Jim's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be good. When are you uh, going? David! Hello. Hello, David. Hi, well, I'll dispense with the pleasantries. Quick question. Mm. Um, Duncan, <coughs> would Hi. you say, hand on heart, that uh, in your rise uh, to success in the business world, that you carried out your affairs within full accordance of the law. Whoa, 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 David, hang on a second. What, uh, have, you, have you got some documents or something? No, 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 no. Okay, I'm, well, I'm just... just curious, from sort of one uh, uh, budding entrepreneur to a successful one, because <coughs> uh, I hear a lot of stories about, especially established blue-chip companies now, where back in the day, uh, a lot of stuff was, you know, uh, back of a lorry, you know... Okay, let's... Well, Duncan, have you... Done, apart from duffing up Mr Whippy... Apart from the fact that sometimes when I went to the office in the morning, I broke the speed limit, um, yes, everything was accordance with the law. David, yeah. thank you for that. You, saw you that speed don't need to break the law. Talk about breaking the speed limit. I got fl I got flashed the other, the other night on the way home. Did you? I'm back up to nine points again. Nine I was points. down to six, and then I'm back up to nine. Well, it's just where you're not buying a new flashy car, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Do you know what? Get a bike. Look, Peter I, Morgan, get a bike. I did have, I did have a, quite a flashy car. Quite, I had a new Audi once, and I got I got too many points, and so I wrote to them and said, oh, I, my car's too powerful for me. I'm going to sell it. Please don't give me any points. And they let, they let me off. Oh, yeah. But I sold the car, so now I've got, I've got my mum's Peugeot <laughs> 205. It's uh, fantastic. Can you, yeah. stay for, can you stay till four? Is that all right? Um... Yeah, why not? Yeah. Or no, if you've got to go, no, if you've got to go, Duncan, then go. Oh, no, it's sure. warm in here. I have to go somewhere. I'll just have to, you know, spend money and okay. drink. Well, no, yeah. we haven't given you a drink, which is something. Uh, okay, we've got another four or five minutes after this. Looking to is, is, is has been the best invention you've seen on the Dragon's Den. 
Or, or product or, or, or presentation? I wasn't expecting that question. Everybody always asked what was the worst one. Oh, no, no, the <laughs> best one was. I, I genuinely love it. I love, I, yes, we like seeing idiots going on there and sweating and, and you saying, right, get lost. Yeah. But it's great at the end when, you know, one or two of you get up and go, yeah, no, we'll have this. We'll have some of this. Yeah, I, I think probably the best invention, although it doesn't actually work, mm. was um, the egg boiler that you boil your eggs without <laughs> water. <laughs> he was brilliant, that dude. Yeah. <laughs> he was a good lad. And it just never worked. Every time, I, I don't know why that's not worked. Let me, let me get another egg and I'll try. Oh, I don't know why this one's not worked. Yeah. I've, I've had two inventions. One of them's been made already. The first one I, I thought would be fantastic is, uh, like a double-decker buggy for babies. So you have one, instead of having the, the, the wide buggy... One on top. One yeah. on top. It's been invented. Right. How about this? And I will give you 15% equity for £250,000. Toilet seats, they're so cold and uncomfortable, they're horrible. <laughs> but... If you have like a nice cushion on the toilet seat that's affixed yeah. to it, then it makes it a pleasure to. She wrote to me Good. two days ago, you know. Why? Tell me, uh, you know, congratulations, you get married, and that. She says, but you know, my toilet seat does work, and I can now dispose of it, so uh. it's now working better. Now, do you want to reconsider? You? Uh, <laughs> so you're not going to give me any money? No. Mm, thanks. Could you? You couldn't do us a favour. Yep. You couldn't. Uh, the, the best bit of the show. Do you mind if I do a really bad Duncan Bannatyne impression? Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, go fine. Uh, the best bit of the show is we go, uh, I'm not interested in what you're doing, you're wasting my time, get out. Yeah. You couldn't do one of those for me, could you? Yeah. No. No? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, give us a fiver. That, 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 well, <laughs> Chris, Chris will sort you out. So, okay. Something like, I'm Duncan Bannatyne, I'm not <clears throat> investing in you, Ian Lee, you're rubbish. I'm Duncan Bannatyne, you're Ian Lee, I'm not investing in you, so I'm out. There we go, fantastic. Oh, it's made my day. Jeff! You stole my thunder! Oh, blimey, have we? <laughs> yeah, I was just calling up to say, hi guys, hi Duncan, um, w I watched The Dragon's Den, I think it's a fantastic programme. I've watched them all for the very first series, and I've noticed how it's changed in its style a bit. Yeah. Um, but my, my partner, wife, wife also watches it, we, we, we even watch it on the BBC Two website afterwards. <laughs> what, you watch it yeah. again? Well, well, not again, but maybe if I miss it, I, I don't oh, okay. tape it, I watch it. But, yeah. but Great website, can I, isn't it? Can I say, that the dragons, I mean, Duncan's my favourite dragon, because <clears> he's such a character. And I'm always taking the piss out of him in oh, my daily life, right, in the house. Yes. I walk around mimicking you, Duncan, all the time. Well, give, give us a well, quick... thanks very much. That's nice, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because you're, you're really yes. uh, a good guy to watch on TV and listen to the sort of stuff you do. Well, let's, yeah. let's, let's hear you the, the, yeah, the, taking the mic okay. out of him. Do me. Okay. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Okay. Hello, right, I'm Duncan. I'll tell you where I am right now. I don't like you, I don't like your product, and I'm out, right? And this is the last dragon. Goodbye. Yes. Well, he, very he, good, yeah. He's gone. I'm sorry. Very I good. don't know how he slipped through the net. Oh, okay, listen, that. that's, that's all we've got time for. The book is Duncan Ballantyne from an I... Oh, take a deep breath. <laughs> from an ice cream van to Dragon's Den, anyone can do it. My story, uh, it's out now, isn't it, I believe. It's, so, it's a great present. In the shops now. It's on Amazon. For Christmas. Top 50 bestsellers now. Right, you, you, you sound a bit desperate now, don't you know? <clears> you, don't, you don't need the money for this, do you? No. Well, you know... I want it. Okay. <laughs> hey, listen, man, it's really nice to meet you. Thank you very much for coming in. Uh, after the show, uh, it kind of returns back to normal. 0870-9090-973. Uh, but now it's time for the latest LBC 97.3 News. I'm not going to you I'm not investing in you. So, I'm out. Yeah, he's out. He's gone. Uh, that was fantastic. What a lovely bloke. I've got a picture, uh, with my camera, which is, it's embarrassing. When you do these things, and people that you like and admire, and, yeah, hell, slightly fancy bit, come in, you're not supposed to get your picture done or get things signed, because it's not professional. I've got the book signed, I've got the picture, and we will be putting the picture up on the website tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, I think. Oh, oh yeah, and don't forget, I've updated my page as well. well when, you did that last week, didn't you? 
Yeah, but I've updated it again. Oh, we do it today, have you? Yeah. Brilliant. What's on there now? Recipe for leek stew. None of your business. Oh, good. There's none of my business. I won't be looking at that. You can find Chris's page on my page, uh, on the, uh, the website. And of course, I think we all know what the website address is now, but in case you don't know... The www.lbc.co.uk. Uh, now, but, uh, oh, Mrs Sawyer? Yes? You wanted to speak to Duncan, didn't you? Yes, I just want to know the reason why not Madonna. Sorry? Why not Madonna? Why shouldn't they, why shouldn't they allow her to adopt yes. a child? No, why? that's a text vote. Pardon? It's on the text vote. That's the text vote we're running today. Thank you for reminding me. Should Madonna adopt a child, yes or no? 84850. Yes, she th- have all the right to adopt a child. Let's, well, let's, let's have a look at the text, shall we, uh... Uh, Ian, well done, you have rescued the show. Okay, well, that means. Uh, most, most people are saying no, and some are saying yes. Anyway, thanks for that, Mrs Sawyer. Yes, and the other thing is, oh. um, um, I think you should tell Duncan that I think it's, I support the man that said Angin should come back 97%. It's getting too bad in this country now. Just you nice can't walk anywhere, you can't... Yes. Well, Women that's you, you can you can, Mrs. Sawyer. So that's nice to know. Yeah, you, Mrs. Sawyer, you can you can walk places, and also, are we doing hanging? I think if we I brought back, mentioned that. Yes, and, they did. And, They're wrong, though. And Ian was saying that. This, you, you're no, speaking to Ian. No, you're on the no, radio. No. I think they should bring hanging back. They yes. are killing too much killing. Yes, if yes. You go out with a knife. Too, mu- too much killing. So let's have some more. If let's have some state sponsored killing. Knife, that means you need. You want to kill. You can't take a knife out yes. to do anything. Yes, yes. So Look, if they, you kill oh, somebody with a knife, God's they should kill you. Even in Africa, what they do, oh, they cut yes. your body, divide it into parts, so that by the time you wake up, because they have the the thing that when spirit will gather their body together, come and revenge. So you won't be able to gather your body anymore. Yes, Mrs. So Sawyer. You don't do it. Oh. You just, they just... Yes, Mrs. Sawyer. I don't think it's right what they are doing in this country. Mrs. Sawyer. Children are getting away with murder. Yes, Mrs. Sawyer. Yes. So, because there's so much killing, we should have state-sponsored killing and increase the killing. All depend on the what happened. Like what yeah, what yes. he said about that man, yes. his wife, and all. Cases yes. like that, yes. they should look into. Mrs. Sawyer. And uh, that will be Mrs. like. But like. Picking up a knife Mrs. and Sawyer. stab somebody twice Mrs. to Sawyer? expect that person to leave. Mrs. No, Sawyer, they should kill you back. Yes, kill Angwa. Mrs. Sawyer, Yes. Mrs. Sawyer. Yes. The thing is, if we had capital punishment here, hanging, uh, injections, electric chairs, mm-hmm. we would get it wrong. On certain occasions, and innocent people would be murdered, like we did in the forties and fifties. Not in all cases. Well, not no, no. Not like in... deliberate killing like yes, that. Yes, but if Nobody even... Nobody will take a knife Mrs. to Sawyer. a child and you expect Mrs. that body that it's not something that they intend Mrs. Sawyer. to do. There, there Mrs. Sawyer? Be, there will be cases Mrs. that Sawyer? will look into and said this is not going to Mrs. be Sawyer? a capital punishment. But Mrs. if you bring capital punish back, I tell you, Mrs. Sawyer? you won't be able to leave your car to go to work. Mrs. Sawyer? Yeah. yeah. We, we got it wrong in the past and we hung... Innocent people. That was before because yeah. they have too much judgment. Yeah. So, so we want less. Things like speaking. Look, look. Two. Mrs. Sawyer. Two incidents, one after Mrs. the Sawyer. other, within two weeks. Mrs. The, Sawyer. The lady, they were going to walk, and Ms. Uh, Mrs. Sawyer. the man 
wanted to use drugs. Mrs. Sawyer? Killed uh, these, these two women. M- Mrs. Sawyer? What do you think about that? Do you think... Mrs. Mrs. Sawyer? Kill that man back. Mrs. Sawyer? Yeah? Goodbye. Uh, 0870 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, I, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk today about seeing girls' pants and how it's the most unsexy thing in the world. There was a girl in the canteen today... Uh, and I was having my lunch, and Chris was sitting on another table, but we both spotted it, that, uh, there was a girl, uh, and she wasn't even that attractive. She was sitting there, and she had a thong that was virtually up her back. It was, um, you couldn't just see the top of it. You could see the whole, um, I, I, I don't know what you call that bit. The, 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 you could see the whole thong. And it was the most unsexy thing I've ever seen in my life. It was horrible. And I, I, I can't quite work out if it was because... She had the trousers. I don't think it was because she had the trousers too low. I think it was just her pants were pulled right up her. Oh, nearly. Her was a bit vulgar there. Yes, yes, that's exactly where it was right, pulled right up. Uh, and it was the most unsexy thing. And sometimes you get uh, you get blokes will say, "Well, oh, you see that girl. You see that girl. You can see that." And the girl will be bending over, and you can see her thong. It's really unsexy thong spotting. I believe they called it an Ali McBeal. Do you remember that? Ali McBeal. Uh, 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 it's the most unpleasant th- sight in the world, surely. We, ladies, come on, we like a little bit of mis- First of all, thongs are not sexy pants. They are not sexy at all. The, the, the uh, little sort of shorts, they're, they're, they're in at the moment, aren't they? Little sort of half shorts, they're sexy. But thongs are just unpleasant to look at, so that's one thing. But being able to see it, we like a little bit of mystery. A little bit of, hmm, I wonder what's going on down there. We don't like to see what's going on down there because it just is unpleasant uh, and it's common. 0870 If you're a gentleman uh, and you uh, agree with me or disagree with me, uh, and if you're one of these girls that likes to show off her pants all the time, why do you do it? Uh, Nick is in the barn. Nick, do you find it attractive? Um, do you know what? You do, think- don't you? Uh, yeah, slightly. Yeah. I just think it's quite funny and quite fun. Oh, no, hey, you, you think it's fun? Okay. And, like, well, like, nowadays, what you see a lot is people's kidneys, don't you? With the, you get the hipsters, yes. and um, people are showing off their kidneys. I don't, know, I don't know where kidneys are. It's like the sides of the lower back. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, yes. you know what I mean? Is, are, they, are kidneys that low down? Uh, you might be beyond the reach of my, um, I don't know. I don't know. Don't, don't have a breakdown, Nick. You, you, it's not the uh, surgeon exam today. That's a I week think, away. I think that's where yes. kidneys are. Okay. I've only heard Trini and Susanna call them Okay. Nick, was there a reason for your call? Bearing in mind uh, you've only got 20 seconds. Um, Israel, um, the problem was, as far as I've heard, I don't know for sure, Please let's about too football. many countries in the group they should be in right. didn't recognise the existence of the country. This is for the, the why they're playing in Europe? Yeah, so okay. they had to just shove them in a group where there were other countries who were willing to recognise the existence of the country. And I'm glad you sorted that out. That's genuinely interesting. I'm the chairman of Galliard Homes. Hey, do you run a small business in London? Uh, and do you think you'd benefit from advice from some of the country's leading business experts helping you with your marketing, your IT and your personnel issues? Uh, would you like LBC 97.3 to follow your story over the next two months as we help you to take the next step in developing your company? LBC 97.3 and BT Business IT Manager are working together to champion a small business in London. If you need help for your company... Uh, then just log on to the uh, LBC website. The www.lbc.co.uk forward slash 
BT. Let's get that again, because it's slightly different. The www.lbc.co.uk forward slash BT. A woman just emailed him. Ian, does any of your... Ian at lbc.co.uk, by the way. Is that the thing? Yeah. Ian, do any of your listeners know anything about buying an ice cream van and using it abroad? I'm thinking of doing this in Spain with my partner if we can make enough money to live on. Thanks, Angela. Duncan Ballantyne made his whole money! The reason he's a millionaire is because he had an ice cream van, Angela. Where were you 40 minutes ago? He could have told you the answer. He could have pointed you in exactly the right direction. Uh, don't forget the text vote today. Should Madonna be allowed to adopt a baby? 84850. It's the Tuesday text vote. Uh, we need to get Nigel to do a little, uh, thing for that. I think it'll be quite good. It's gonna be a regular feature. Uh, and also, girls, please, for goodness sakes, why do you let us see your thongs when you're bending over? Well, this, this girl in the canteen wasn't even bending over. She was just sat there. Just sat there and I could see her thong. It was the most unattractive thing ever. A little bit of mystery, eh? A little bit of mystique. That's all you want. Oh, eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Carol's in the Dagenham. Hello, Ian. Hello, Carol. I was just wondering if Sarah Beanie was bent over with her song hanging out, would you still find that unattractive? Well... I know you've got a soft spot for Sarah Beanie. I, I do, I do love Sarah Beanie, and one day she's going to realise that, that she's married the wrong man, and it's actually me she wants. She's always pregnant. She's always pregnant, isn't she? Is she her, is. her and, um, the other one I fancy, Davina McCall, yeah, they're always... Oh, they're both nice. I'd like yeah. to be double dating I'd like to them. I've seen both bent over with their songs hanging out. Right, steady on now. <laughs> uh, the thing is, yes, I would find it unattractive. I just think it's a really unsexy thing. Really? I don't think I don't think thongs are sexy at all. Anyway, I think you didn't fancy the person who was exposing themselves to you. No, but I've you, seen. Then you would have found that attractive. Do you, I, I tell you what. A, a few years ago. Um, one of the All Saints, I think it was. Is that long ago? When the All Saints were around for the first time. And it was one of the pretty ones. And I... I <laughs> say? Yeah, well, there's, well, there's, there's, there's two that are ugly and there's two that are quite pretty. True. Um, and there was a picture of her in the paper, bent over, and you could see her thong. Right. And it just, it put me off her. Because oh. uh, I just think it's a really unattractive thing to see. I like a little bit of mystique. I like to, yeah. to you know, I like a nice pair of tight blue jeans, for God. I was, you know... Uh, you like your orange with a peel on. Um, I don't know what that means, but on the strength <laughs> that it might be rude, I'm going to cut you off. Uh, Jerry's in the Leytonstone. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm all right, Jerry. Yes. Yeah, yeah, long you... time no here. Thanks for you for ages. Did you uh, listen to Duncan Bannatyne? I did. He was nice, wasn't he? Yeah, I was quite surprised at your show. It never ceases to amaze me, Ian. Yeah, well, that's there we go. That's good. Can we send music, that to the music Thursday? It comes on Fridays. That's always good. Always yeah. got celebrities on there. No, now you get in um, dropping that. TV celebrities coming on the um, TV celebrities on the radio. It's only because I, I, you know, I sort of fancied him a little bit. No, he's quite a good laugh actually. He was fun, he was a nice bloke. Well, he's very funny. Yeah, and I uh, recommend you go out and get his book. I'm going to, actually. I think I will. I, but is yeah, there, I, I don't... don't remember the title. Uh, it was, it's, it's just, just go and ask for Duncan Ballantyne's book, because the title is ridiculously long. I, I'm going to... Uh, I had a word with him and told him to change that. But is there any programme better than Dragon's Den? It's the, it's the greatest show on, on the telly. And it took me ages to get round to watching it, but it's fantastic. Yeah, it's brilliant. Absolutely okay. brilliant. Anyway, Jerry, you didn't call in just to chew the fat, did you? Well, we could do, but I had an idea for him, but I couldn't get through. Oh, uh, he's very busy, yes. We don't normally get that many calls for when we have guests in. Normally it's a little bit embarrassing and we have to, uh, you know, just say... You didn't oh, plug him very well, though, did you? I didn't even know he was coming on. That was just a, Excuse a me? Did, did you say anything yesterday about him? Yes. I've been with this driver that refuses to listen to LBC. Well, that, that, what does he listen to? Talk sport or something? No, we had this conversation before. He listened to the V word. Oh, God almighty, those and guys. And he will have none of it. He won't even give it a try. 
Uh, we don't uh, talk to each other anyway. Yes. <laughs> Clive Ball mentioned it last night. That's the only bit I heard of Clive Ball was him uh, mentioning me, so that was nice. It was the only thing he said all night. He mentioned you. No, no, that's the only bit I heard. I'm sure he said other things, but I was caught up playing Rainbow Six on, on my Xbox and fighting international terrorism. Yeah, anyway, Jerry, look, we could chew the fat for ages, it would seem, but it's quite dull. What did you want? Well, I could I could cut you on the, on the deal with the uh, Mr. Duncan, if you want. Okay, go on, what is it? I've got an idea. Yes. Can we keep it hush-hush, though? Yeah, okay, yeah, fine. L- almost literally no one's listening, so yes. All right, you know your Peugeot, your 206 or whatever it's it is? 205. Is it two-door or four-door? It's two-door. So you have to let someone in the back, you have to put the seat forward, You have yeah? to lift the seat forward, yes. So we need to make something, some device that keeps that locked forward against the steering wheel. But then you couldn't drive it, could you? Sorry? You couldn't drive it if it was like that. Could you get in it if it was like that? What, if the, the, the seat, the, the driver's seat was lifted forward so passengers get in, no, I couldn't drive it like that? Yeah. No, you couldn't, could you? So you couldn't nick it, could you? But someone could get in and unlock it and... Well, what if, like, yeah, but if that, if what? that, if it was forced backwards, then it just snaps something inside of the... I'm not an engineer. So oh, so you ha- oh, hang on. So th- you, you basically phoned up and said, right, I've got this pill that w- that when you put it in water and put it in a car, it makes the engine run, you don't need petrol. How does the pill work? Well, I haven't invented it yet, but it's um, that's what it's going to do. It's easy. It could be done on some safety latch or something. Yes. It, it's an engineer's... Um, an engineer could do it, no problem. Right, okay. If you try to bend it back, it snaps and then... He's gone, because that was a load of... N- w- w- you can't just phone up and say... You know, it's like, I, I built this, uh, I've got a great idea for, for uh, a thing, it's this machine that sends you back in time. Oh, where is it? I haven't built it yet, it's just the idea. What we need is an engineer that could make it for us. Jackie's in the Redbridge. Hello. Hello, Jackie. I've got a bit of a dilemma, Ian. Okay, let's... You we had can... to have your left hand cut off and put on your right arm, and your right hand cut off and put on your left arm. Yeah. Would you rather have your thumbs up or down? Considering if your thumbs are up, what? your hands are facing outwards. Why? Is this, is this potentially going to happen to you? Yeah, because when the aliens come to abduct me later on, this is the decision I've got to make. I thought you wanted to talk about alien abductions. Right. Oh, my God almighty. What has happened today? She's gone. I want to... talking about... Let's go to the text vote, shall we? This is why people have text votes, because when uh, they get flummoxed, or they don't have any calls like this, uh, they can just go, well, let's have a look at the text vote and see what the results are. Uh, oh, hang on. Ian, you treat Agent Chris so badly, leave him alone. He's lovely, says Rosie in Isleworth. Um, we're, we're having a text vote. Oh, eight, uh, eight, four, eight, five, oh. Um, no, should Madonna be allowed to adopt a baby? No, Madonna shouldn't adopt a baby. She drove me crazy with bedtime nightmares. Panic attacks. Let's face it, town's too small for her. What the hell does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. Uh, 84850, should Madonna be allowed to adopt a baby? Tokes! Yeah, Ian, how you doing, bro? I'm, I'm all right, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I am on the phone. I'm talking to a nurse at Great Ormond Street, Ian. He's always on the phone. Always on the phone. Hello, Ian? Yeah, what? You still there? Yeah, I'm still there. Are you? What's going? What's going on? Are you in prison or something? No, I'm just going to get me in prison. Well, it's, 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 first of all, it sounds very echoey, as I imagine a prison would do, and it sounds like no, one of. I'm on a hospital ward, Ian. I'm coming to get my daughter from hospital. Okay, and so you thought you'd stop? Uh, you'd stop picking her up and phone up a, a radio station? Yeah, why not? I always do. Okay, we've only got thirty seconds. So, what, what would you like to say before you go and get your daughter? 
Yes, all about the uh, thong issue. Yes. I think, you know, only fit women should be allowed to wear them. Because, you know, of a... Are you, a, are you on a mobile phone? Yeah, I am, yeah. You're not allowed to use mobile phones in hospitals. Am I? Am I? No, of course not. It, it, it affects all the, 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 equip, the equipment and the machines. Oh, yes, it does. Put the phone down, for goodness sakes. And go and get your daughter! It's unbelievable. 0870 If you've just missed... As, as, as usual, Chris has just bunked off. He's gone gone somewhere, and, and, and the phones have gone mental. Every time I give out the number, Chris seems to go, so it, it, it doesn't work. OK, uh, so we're, we're asking uh, the text vote, 84850, should Madonna have a, uh, be allowed to adopt a baby? Uh, and girls, looking at girls' thongs when they're bending over, seriously think about it. It sounds like a sexy idea. It sounds sexy, but in practice, isn't it just the most unattractive, unpleasant sight you could possibly see? The game BAFTAs that uh, Chris and I were at uh, a couple of weeks ago is on E4 tonight at 11. Now, there's a very, there's a slim chance you might hear Vernon Kay doing a Pradeep. There's a slim chance. I suspect they'll cut it out, as it's meaningless to almost everyone, but uh, uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, okay, uh, seeing girls' pants is, uh, obscene and hideous and I don't like it, no one else likes it. Uh, I think blokes that do like it are a, a bit sleazy. It sounds sexy, doesn't it? A girl bending over, you're seeing a bit of thong popping out, but in reality, it's nothing special. It's disappointing. Uh, 0870 Let's quickly ask, line two, do you like seeing a girl's thong? Okay. Okay, that's got an unpleasant connotation. Uh, and we're having a tax vote today, uh, Tuesday tax vote. Should Madonna be allowed to adopt a baby? Yeah, uh, 84850. And what we'll do is at the end is we're going to count up the figures and we'll know what you think. Should we have a look at see if anyone sent us any, uh, any offensive text? Uh, uh, I'd like... Oh, I can't read that. That's racist. Okay, look. Seems to be a lot of racist text in on the, the, the text thing. I don't quite know uh, what that is. Uh, Matt! Oh, hello, Ian. Hello, Matt. Hello, mate. It's about that song thing. The the song? The, the song thing, yeah. It's, uh, it, you're dead right. It is, um, it's quite disgusting, really. Yeah. But, yes. that's on one hand. On the other hand, you can't stop looking, can you? Uh, you're, yes, you're right. It does have its own gravitational pull that draws your eyes into it, definitely. Yeah, and talking of pull, I mean, the one thing I want to do when I see it is I actually want to give them a big wedgie. Well, I can't, I don't understand how thongs don't create their own wedgie anyway, because of the very nature of a thin strip of cotton between uh, a lady's uh, buttocks, that's gonna, you know, yeah. I don't know why I made that noise, that's the wrong noise entirely, sorry, I meant, I didn't mean to make that noise at all. Yeah, it'd be more squeaky, the noise, wouldn't yes, it? Yes, yeah, yes. But, um, yeah, um, yeah, it's, it must be very uncomfortable, very abrasive, you mm. know. Yes, hey Matt, I'm in, I'm in an awkward situation, Matt. Yes. Um, and uh, I wonder if you can help. I had, uh, my boiler, uh, was adjusted a few months ago by my plumber. And they're an excellent, uh, it's a company, it's a small company, I'm not going to say they are. They are excellent, excellent plumbers. They installed my new radiators, they did a, a, a lot of good work, uh, around my flat. But, the last time this guy was here, he broke off, I'm sure he broke off, a small valve on the boiler that allows me to adjust the water pressure. Now, the way I remember it is he, he swore and he went, oh, flippin' heck, Ian, I've broken your boiler, here's the bit, don't worry, you can get another one of these, any plumbing shop, you go out and get one, they're about 20 pence, you can fit it yourself. And I was like, thanks very much. 
I've not been able to find one of these things. I haven't looked. And Google so, it. I, well, no, the thing is, I phoned up the, the, the... I thought, no, stuff this, because the water pressure's dropping. I need to get it back up a bit, because I've, I've ble- bled my radiators. It's a little bit boring, but it's true. So I thought, no, stuff this. I'm going to phone the company up and, and tell them what happened. So I spoke to the woman. I said, oh, your, your guy that came round, he broke the boiler. Uh, he snapped that bit off. Any chance he could come... Steady on, Matt. I'm nearly getting to the point. I'm getting there. Any chance he could come round... Hang on, this will cheer you up. Go on, line two, do it. Okay, yeah, thank you. Uh, any chance that he could come around and fix it? She said, yes. I'll get him to phone you up and you can tell him exactly what the bit is. The guy phoned me up. We're nearly there. The guy phoned me up and I explained what happened. He said, no, I didn't break it. I said, well, no, um, I think you did break it. No, if I broke it, I'd have told you about it. And I said, well, uh, yeah, you, you did tell me about it. No, mate, I didn't break it. No, no. I'll get you another one, but I didn't break it. And I found myself apologising for accusing him of breaking my boiler. <laughs> but the thing is, I thought about it. I put the phone down. I, as soon as I put the phone down, I thought, no, stop that. He did break it. <laughs> he broke my boiler, and I'm apologising to him. And what it means is, now that I've apologised to him for, for not breaking my boiler, then I will now have to pay a £79 call-out fee. <laughs> it's costing me 79 quid and an apology when I know for a fact, although I can't prove it, he broke the boiler. You're too soft-hearted, Ian. That's what the problem is. I'm going to trap him in a box under the yeah. stairs. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, though. Did he, you know, as he was bending over fixing it, oh. did he ever build his bum? No, he, well, he's not bent over to fix it yet. No, they wear, um, they wear, like, the sort of quick-fit fitters blue overalls, this company. Oh. You can't get better than that, then, can you? Well, you can't. And when I used to work in B-Jams years ago, we used to wear the same overalls, and it was, uh, except mine would never fit, so they'd be, they'd stop halfway up my arm and stop halfway down my leg. But there's something good about wearing a... Maybe... Can you get, like, one-piece overalls, like, just to wear? Yeah, Guantanamo Bay sell them. Yeah, but I don't want... Uh, yeah, I don't like the orange. I'd like a nice dark blue. Can... Can we get... Chris, can we get the show sponsored by Quick Fit Fitters and get them to supply me, and I will do the show in a Quick Fit Fitting uniform? Doing I'll the put a call in. Okay. Uh, sorry, Matt, you were speaking on my producer. What did you say? I said you can do a star jump when you've got it on as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, they used to do. Like they do. Yeah, give uh, yourself a wedge. Did, did we find out what you called in for? Uh, abrasive thongs. Oh, yeah, there we go. Excellent. Uh, maybe we should present that to Duncan Bannatyne. Uh, yes, line two, you're on the air. Okay. Oh, for goodness sakes. Oh, eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. It was embarrassing. I know it's a long story. I know it's a dull story. But it was... I, I am convinced that, that this guy broke my radiator, uh, broke my boiler, and he told me. He was honest about it. And then today you went, no, I didn't break it. Um, you... you uh, no, I, yeah, I think you did. I stood up to him for a bit, longer than I thought I would. No, no, I didn't break it. I, I can't fix it, but I... I no, I, I didn't break it. Well... You did. You snapped off this little thing. I'm sure you did. I don't know. What, what, what would you do in that situation? Is there anything I can, I, I, I can do in, in that situation? 0870-9090973. Nick. I'm disappointed in you, Ian. Uh-oh. Well, because I thought you were a little bit more sterner than that, really. No, in, in the no, real... You should be a bit of a pushover now. I am. In the real world, face-to-face, I oh. am a baby. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't abide confrontations. Well, I don't want to go through the whole story, because I'm not saying it's lengthy or anything. Yeah. I, but... I could have subbed it, it down a bit. Yeah, well, then we, I think we need to know the whole lot. But basically, oh, I'll use that word, I hate using that word. Um, you said to him, no, he said to you, I've broken this piece, mm. and you, right at the, the outset, and what did you say to him? Are you going to repair it, or, or what? Or... I went, oh, well, never mind. 
He said, he said, I've broken it, but don't worry, you can adjust it with pliers and you can get a new one. Now, I've since tried to adjust it with pliers and well, you... Hold on, if he's broken it, sorry to interrupt you there, I mean, but if he broke yes. it, one assumes there and then, he should have said to you, look, I've broken it mm. whilst, I, whilst I was doing something else. Yeah. So what I'll do is I'll come back later on and, and, and um, deliver you the new bit. Yeah. He should have done that, shouldn't he? And only well, now... He should have insisted. Yeah, only now, three months later, do I realise that's what I should have done. But I'm a bit of a bottler. And he was an, he's a really nice bloke. Yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? He's probably genuine, but I think at the end of the day, I think he's got away with it now. Yeah, you know, and it's going to cost me... If he'd broken it, they'd come and fix it for free. If he hasn't broken it, which he says he hasn't, it's going to cost me 79 quid. I think what you should do is meet him in the middle. They, 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 they won't charge you a call-out charge, but they have to charge... You pay for the part. Well, the part's like threepence. Well, then you've got to touch, don't you? Yeah. Do you want me to ring up for you? Yeah, if you wouldn't mind, Nick, that would be very, very handy. Thank you. Simon! Hello, Ian. Hello, Simon. I might be able to get out of a quick fit a uniform for you. Oh, really? Yes, um, my friend works for them, and my dad used to work for them for Could, 17 I'm, years. I'm very, very lanky and long-armed. Could you... Yes, so am I. <laughs> oh, really? Will it, will it be a clean one, because I don't want to grease you on? Uh, I shall do my best for you. Is, is this genuine, Simon? Oh, it's definitely genuine, yeah. Well, th- that's very, very kind. Well, l- let me know if you've got one and we'll sort something out. I will do. When I say sort something out, I don't mean money. <laughs> I know that. It's not a problem. Good lad. Thank you, Simon. No problem, Ian. There we go. Right. Well, this is going to be, this is going to be superb. We're going to have a show done in a quick-fit-fitting uniform. I don't know why those in particular. It's just the blue overalls. Do people wear those one-piece kind of suits in, in, in the real world? Does that happen? Just a nice one... Are they jumpsuits? I think they're jumpsuits. I know uh, in the uh, late 60s and early 70s, Pete Townsend uh, of a rock group The Who used to wear a white one uh, and he would, uh, you know, just do the whole concerts in that. And I was disappointed to find out he he used to wear knee pads. Pete Townsend wore knee pads. So he did these jumps up in the air and landed on his knees and slid across the floor on his knees in the, the video for Won't Get Fooled Again. He was wearing knee pads. Giselle! Ian. Yes, Giselle. You you should have immediately asked the man to replace it at the time, but he you didn't. Yeah. Get him in. Yeah. Get him to repair it. Then break his fingers. No, 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 no. no. Once he's repaired it and presents you with the bill, yes. say, I will deal with the office with it. You've got him out of your flat. You then send them a letter and say, this man broke this on this date. He told me he broke it. He told put it all in writing. Yeah. He told me that you can just twiddle it with pliers. I didn't need the heating until now. Yeah. I tried to twiddle it with pliers. It doesn't work. The, so thi- therefore- the thing is, it was it was so long ago. I mean, it's three or four months ago. And also, That's these it. are an excellent... Apart from this one little mishap, they are an excellent plumbing company. I trust them. Put that in the letter. Say, you're an excellent company. I trust you. And I've used you before, and I will use you again. But I need you to sort this out for me, because I refuse to pay for this bill. Put it in writing. Do you wear a thong, Giselle? <laughs> There's a difference between a thong and a V-string. A thong is more like a T. A V-string is a very thin piece, like a like a, sho- uh, uh, a shoelace. Oh, those, oh, really? So I di- yes, I, d- I didn't realise there was a that's difference. Not, go on the Victoria's Secret website. Oh, yeah. You know Victoria's Secret, yes. the American no, um, underwear thing? Yes. You'll be able to see the difference between a thong and a V-string. So you're saying a thong is more comfortable than a G-string? Less comfortable. It's actually less comfortable. Oh, okay. A G-string is going to be like cheese cutter, though, isn't well, it? I suppose... Well, it's not, because actually one of the problem things that people do wrong is they buy yeah. their size or a size smaller. Yeah. You should actually buy a size bigger, so therefore it doesn't cut into you. Giselle, got to go. Thanks very much for that. 
Oh, text folks. Seeing girls' pants and my issues with not being assertive. Maybe that's what it boils down to, is, is a lack of assertion. Uh, with this whole plumbing thing, and he broke it. Oh, you're right, I should have said something at the time, of course I should, but... He was a nice bloke, and he was stressed, and I didn't want to hassle him. Maybe I just need to be a bit more assertive. On the phone, it's easy. Doing this, it's easy. On the phone in the real world, uh, it's easy to be assertive. But face-to-face, one-on-one, I just I can't do it. Can't do it. People-pleasing, isn't it? Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Charles is in the Worthing. Good afternoon to you, Charles. Good afternoon, Ian. How are you? I'm, I'm on top of the world and uh, having a great time. Well, <clears throat> I spoke to... Uh... What's his name, Chris? Oh, yeah, what's his name? I'd like to ask you a question. Yes. Now, the testing of air raid sirens, do you remember them? Well, what, what, from World War II? Yeah. I don't remember them, but I'm aware of them. You've heard them, yeah. Well, they used to be tested every six months. Right. Now, we don't hear them no longer. Is that because they don't consider it long enough they have the to sound them if they were attacked? Charles, yeah, we're not being bombed by the Luftwaffe anymore. Not yet. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I don't. From what little I know about Germany, I don't think they're going to get their armies together and come over and bomb us again. Well, I think. Might, might uh, What with, with vi- uh, from the air? Yeah. Who? 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 Oh, the bloody bombs they got nowadays. Yes, yes, but those are those are generally worn under jackets, and they're not. Uh, they won't. Um, they won't. Won't have time to sound the alarm, will they? No, exactly. That's why they're not bothering to sound well, it. Why don't they tell us then? Tell you what? That they're not going to use them. What the, the what the, the air the raid sirens? The alarms. The air raid sirens. Yeah. But, but I use them for what, Charles? We're, we're not. The warners that we're going to get blown up. For what, by suicide bombers. Pardon. By by aeroplanes or by suicide bombers. No, not suicide bombers. They do them. Send them over in aeroplanes, don't they? Who do they send over in aeroplanes? Pardon. What is going on today? We've had a t- guy talking about hanging. We've had Mrs. Sawyer, who was bonkers. We've got, we've got Charles, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know what he's talking about. What? Yes, Charles, who is going to... Who? What What Air Force is going is to bomb us? I don't know. We're not at war with anyone that's got a, a significant Air Force that could do that. Who's these people that's got the... Just the, the atom bomb or something? Are you in the bath? No, I'm... <laughs> Some <laughs> You're b- laying some potatoes off. What does that mean? I'm cooking the I'm cooking. Thank God for that. I thought it was a euphemism. Okay. You, steady on. What? Are you, t- stop. I'm cooking some dinner. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. Stop. Pick up the phone because I can hardly hear you. Oh, okay. Cool then. Right, that's it. Oh, blah, blah, blah. That better? Yes. Well, in as much as I can hear you, if hearing you is better, then yes, that's better. Right. What are you talking about? I don't know. Well, I don't know either. Okay. You know what? You know what's gone wrong, don't you? you yeah, you phoned up. You ain't got a clue what you're talking about. No. <coughs> oh, you rang me at the wrong time, and I'm halfway through cooking the dinner. You rang us. No, you rang me. No, you rang us. First of all, I did, yeah, about an hour ago. Well, but we've been busy. We had Duncan Bannatyne on an hour no, ago. You know what? Anyway, look, let me ring off now. And I'll speak to you again pretty later on or tomorrow, eh? Well, yeah, good lad. Uh, what was that about? If you've just tuned in, uh, don't worry, I haven't got a clue what's going on either. Phil! Hello. Hello, Phil. How you doing? <clears throat> I was... Do you know that Charles of Worthing, I'm convinced he used to be all over a different radio station annoying the hell out of Jimmy Young 
years ago. Oh, re- re- Jimmy Young, there you yeah, go. There's a name from the past. There um, was, I was reading, uh, I wasn't reading, I was watching Have I Got News For You last night. I haven't seen it for years, because I find mm. it a little bit self-indulgent. But, mm. uh, there was a, rev- it was hosted by, did, did you see it? It was hosted by Gordon Ramsay, who was atrocious at oh, doing it. Oh, pathetic. Oh, yeah, and he was only there because it's Gordon Ramsay who, who cooks and swears. Yeah, and that, that was it, he, and he yeah. only got a laugh when he yeah, said the F-word. No to that man's talent. Uh, and, and, anyway, one of the revelations on there, you know that, um, with, God, we're doing issues. Uh, who's the, the, the blind fellow with the dog? Uh, Blunkett. Blunkett, yeah. Blunkett's got his, his diaries out, his memoirs out. Yeah, and <laughs> when, everywhere. When Jimmy Young got the sack from Radio 2, yeah. Jimmy Young phoned up David Blunkett and said, you, you couldn't get me my job back, could you? <laughs> No, and, he did. And, and Blunkett phoned up Radio 2 and said, G- give Jimmy Young his, his job back. And he went, well, well no. He said, oh, all right, fair <laughs> Jimmy, can you imagine that? He phoned up, I think he was the Home Secretary at the time or something. Yeah, you were. You, <laughs> get, 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 get his get job back. I'm Jimmy Young. Yeah, I'll have a word, no worries. And they, mm. they got Jeremy Vine instead. Yes. Anyway, Phil, go. what can I do for you? Well, you were talking about overalls and boiler suits. They're called boiler suits. Yes. And I've Oh, you're breaking up! I, um, and we lost him. There we go. Right. Now, I'm getting lots of emails. Uh, what, Ian, have you ever been banged up? Like, I mean, been in prison? No. Uh, that poor child. Why have you got so many emails? Uh, you can email, by the way, but I'm not going to give out the um, email address because it's just mental. Um, Ian, you might be able to sing, but please spare, spare us from your car singing, please. Well, that means. Um, mm, 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 mm. Okay, sorry. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the telephone number. Uh, Dave is in Brixton. Ian, hello. How are you doing? I'm fine, Dave. Yes. Good, uh, mate. I need your help, but before mm. we get into that, I think you've grown to like Chalk Ice Man, haven't you? Grown to like the Chalk Ice Man? Yeah, because before you used to hate it and used to cut him off straight away, and now you kind of quite enjoy. Well, no. Yeah, well, maybe, uh, okay. maybe, maybe. There's okay. a, I've got a well, soft spot. I, for I love him, but let's let's forget about Chalk Ice Man. I need your help. If I play you something, can you tell me if this jogs your memory? About okay, it? go on. Yes. You, you you mentioned that song at the very beginning, and I was quite excited to hear what it was all about. Yes. And they they cut it out of the podcast. I, I really am keen to hear it. Have you guys still got that song? Dave, stay there. We'll discuss it after this. More champagne. Dave was saying then, uh, basically, uh, ages ago, we used to do uh, a thing where we would uh, play MP3s uh, that you had sent in uh, after six o'clock. And that was... Who was that by again, Dave? Um, apparently it was the DWD crew, the- and the track was called LBC on You, and I waited... I do remember it. it is fantastic, and it was filthy and really violent, and we had to bleep loads of it out. Yeah. Have, uh, you, have, you, have you got the bleeped version? Is, is, I... Is, 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 hang on. This isn't... What is this? Hang on. No. Oh, no, that's not it. Um... No, that's not it. Um... 
No. Right, I haven't got it, but Chris has gone off. He, he thinks we may have it on a CD somewhere. Excellent, excellent. So he's... Also, th- yes. around that kind of time, you, you've got the sample of Anne with, um... I've got a mouthful of sausage. Oh, yeah. You remember that? I've got, we've still got that. I, I'm, you use that. That's, that's a great one to throw in there. I'm just going through the, all the old podcasts from earlier on in the year. I've got a mouthful of sausage. Yay! It is theirs. Great one. Uh, Dave, keep listening. If we can find it, we'll play it after five. Thank you very much. Good lad, thank you very much. We used to do that. We uh, used to have... Uh, let's just take this one. Line nine, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, good afternoon. Good afternoon. You're on the what radio? On the radio. Um, yes. Is this Ian? Yes. Hi, Ian. Hello. Um, yeah, you are. Turn your radio off. Yeah, I want to speak to you about the, um, you know, the inventions you wanted to submit to Duncan Ballantyne. Oh, he's gone now. It's too late. I know, but you might have an interest because we were talking the other day about, uh, the B-Days. Oh, yes. B-Days, of course, being bobbins. Yeah. Yes. So, um, these B-Days, you know, um, oh, you find it difficult to use them. Well, I don't find it difficult. I just find it uh, unnecessary. Um... Well, they are to certain. They are to certain people, but okay. they are hygienic. That's that's the reason. Well, no, but, uh, but but so is toilet paper is hygienic. Come on, come on, come on! But it's not. It's not really that hygienic because the uh, the most form of hygiene is water. The most form of water is the most form of hygiene is water. Yeah, washing. You know. No, but water. but but if you use without going into too much detail, if you use toilet paper, that's hygienic. No, because it doesn't clean everything, does it? That's why the Japanese have invented the, uh, you right. know, their... their okay, uh, what's, your, what's your invention, then? Well, my invention is similar to the... Je- not, uh, similar to the Japanese. Right. But it's more it? wall-mountable. Yeah. Uh, it's like a, um, uh, you know, like uh, those electric showers? Yes. Yeah? It's uh, basically mounted on the wall. Yes. Near where you sit on the... Uh, it's on like, the so it's, it's a shower that you fire up your backside? Yeah, but it dispenses, uh, water to, uh, the required... It's been invented. Yes. It's been invented, and I get this, this is true, I'm gonna, someone emailed me this the other day, and I thought it was too vulgar to say, I'm gonna say it, and this is a true product, it's called the bum gun. The bum gun? The bum gun, I promise you, go and look on eBay, go and look on the internet, the bum gun, it does exactly what you're describing. Uh, but I'm the only one, the only one who has the pattern. Who have a pattern, sorry. Right. Well, y- y- the guy that invented bum gun, and I'm not saying that phrase again, so don't even try and get me to say it, uh, has got one. Thank you for that. 0870 uh, Speak to you after the latest LBC News. You didn't leave. I'm not investing in you. So, I'm out. Yeah, steady on. Uh, if you just tuned in, you missed Duncan Ballantyne. It was fantastic. May I recommend... Uh, you go to the LBC website and subscribe uh, to the podcast uh, and hear it because he was uh, very entertaining, very amusing. The website, of course, is... The www.lbc.co.uk. Uh, okay. Uh, what have we been talking about? Looking at girls' pants when they bend over. It's not attractive. And no... no uh, what surprised me is no girls have called in to admit that they do it. Now, you may... Maybe... Maybe you're not aware that you're doing it. There is that possibility that you're bending over and you don't know that your thong is riding up so high and you're, you're unaware of it. But the thong in itself is a very unattractive uh, pant, isn't it? It's, it's just horrible. Those nice little shorts are, are, are good. They're kind of sexy. Little sort of half shorts, like lacy things. They're quite nice, but the thong, no, it's not good at all. 0870 uh, This whole thing with the plumber, uh, it's kind of gone out of hand. Uh, should I insist 
that he broke this thing. I know he broke it. He told me he broke it. I was there when he did it. But yet, t- today on the face, I didn't break it. No, I didn't, didn't, didn't break it. Well, you, 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 I think you did. Do I have it out with him? Do I insist that he did? Or what? 0870 9090 And don't forget, we're having the Tuesday text vote today, uh, which is, should Madonna be allowed to adopt a baby? 84850, yes uh, or no. Uh, Roger's in Cuffley. Hello, Roger. Uh, hello, Ian. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm all right, thank uh, you. I'm in a bit of a state of shock because I thought you said you dumped all your clips. We did dump well, all... What happened to Chilblains? Uh, now, it's, now, okay, what happened was, a few months ago, we decided that we were gonna dump, uh, all of the clips that we have on the show. I heard the programme. She's but oh, yes, you still got it. Well, yes. Now Brilliant. after, after and, and thing is, it took Chris about three hours to get all of the things off of the system and save them on disc. A month later, I had a dream that uh, I, I needed the clips, and I came in the next day. I said, "Chris, you know those clips that you it took you a long time to take off." I want them all back. Well, they're brilliant. And he's put keep them. he's put most of them back. Good. But good. there's one or two that we've we've lost. Mouthful of sausage is brilliant. Chill blames well. I know. That's brilliant. You're not the one that's married to Chillblazer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There Roger, we go. Roger in the Potter's Bar. Yes, of course you are. Yes, you're Chillblazer. Yes. We've lost a lot of, unfortunately, we've lost a yot, lot of Yasser. All we've got of uh, Yasser is um, this. Oh, shut up now, you Torag. We, we've lost the song that the guy before the news was asking for, uh, but we have found uh, I Want to Be a Winner by Brown Sauce, so we'll, we've got that. And what about um, Anna, Anna Rayburn's. Um... A little blow never hurt anybody. That we have lost all of the Anna oh, Rayburn ones. Right, okay. Yes, I suspect foul play the there. Brains and a mouthful of sausage. Well, you, you, you want them now? Please. God, there's no uh, satisfying you. Okay, here's one. She's blind. And then for the mouthful of sausage, I have to go all the way down here and go... I've got a mouthful of sausage. <laughs> Thank you, Roger. Paul. <laughs> Paul? Hello? Hello, Paul? Paul, I can't hear you, but I'm quite happy to... Other radio stations will cut you off now, but I'm quite happy to let you stay on. What? Hello? Hello? Paul? Oh, is it me? I thought I dropped off into the ether again. Is that Paul? No, it's Phil. Oh, I, well, where's Paul gone? I don't know, he's not in here. Paul, Paul's on the other line. Paul? Paul's... Okay, Paul's gone. Now, you're the Phil that, that we lost a few minutes ago, are you? Y- yes, I'm sorry. I'm, I mean, oh, unfortunately, the company phone that they gave me, it's, uh, it's not particularly good. It's one of those, you know, the, uh, the future's bright, but the signals... Oh, no, they're, no, they're, they're, they're uh, excellent. I've got one of those, and they're excellent. Do you remember, mm. uh, uh, when mobile phones were really new? Not, not yes. really new, but quite new. And there used to be a thing called Rabbit... Yes, yes, and you could uh, a rabbit meant it, it means a different thing now altogether. But in those days, uh, uh, stations like train stations and shops would have a rabbit sign outside, and what it meant was if you had a rabbit phone, you mm. could make a phone call outside there because there was a signal. That's right. Yeah, I remember those. The, the old days were rubbish, weren't they? Everyone well, looks back fondly, but they were cack. Well, the first the first mobile phone I was ever given as a truck driver was it was a great big black thing about the size of a house brick, there and then go. there was a telephone receiver and an aerial stuck on the top of there, there you and go. it made a ton. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they, that's... And they you know, used to, listen to us old grumpy old men, and yeah. they used to cost about 700 quid. Yeah, more than likely, yeah. Uh, no, the, the, we're, we're lucky that we're living today, because things are so much better than they were even ten years ago. Um, yeah, I suppose they are, yeah. Anyway, Phil, what, apart from reminiscing with, with yeah. me, what, what else would you like to talk about? Well, we were naturally about boiler suits, and I have oh. to say to you, just before I got sucked up into the... Oh, that didn't sound very Yes, right. yes, yes, Car- yeah, let's, let's, let's carry on, yes, good lads. Um, 
Yeah, I, I sort of wear a boiler suit in my everyday pursuit as a as a road tanker driver. Oh right, now so it's, it's, it's a one, it's a boiler suit, is it? Mm, they call it's it not, a boiler suit. It's not a. I, I always thought it was called a jumpsuit. No, it's a it's a boiler a jumpsuit. Something else. A boiler suit. Okay. Is a, it's just a one piece overall designed for keeping everything clean all at the same time. Really. Pre- press studs at the front. Uh, yes, press studs at the front. You can get waterproof ones. You can get all sorts. But do you know? Right. Well, I, well there's actually a hierarchy. <laughs> In certain industries, about what colour boiler suit you can wear. Oh, go on then. What was? How does that well, work? When I served my apprenticeship, I served my apprenticeship as a shipwright uh, in Liverpool. Uh, that's, a, that's like a ship's carpenter, and we all we all wore blue boiler suits. The blue's the colour that I want. Well, yeah, uh, that, that's... well we all had to wear blue. Yeah. But the engineers yes. have to wear white. Oh no. Yeah. What's the point of that? The engineers oil muck. It's going to get filthy. Yeah, but the thing was, I actually got pulled up by a former one day. I'd got my boiler suit all covered in this um, red lead stuff that we were painting the bottom of a ship with. Yes. And someone said to me, I always said, you'll have to take those off here. There's a pair of white ones here. So I put the white ones on. And the, um, the, the, the charge hand for the, <laughs> for the engineers, he said to me, he said, uh, you. I said, well, who are you? I said, well, I'm Phil Cowell. He said, well, you're not an engineer. I said, no, I'm a shipwright. He said, I'm going to put the overalls off. He what? said, you, they're, they're engineers. You're not, you're not an engineer. What are you doing wearing white? Oh, and then the thinking, right. Calm down. imagine getting so het up over the yes. colour of somebody's overalls. But Phil, it's, it's stuck with you all these years later. You need to get I'm it out of your system, God, man. I'm scarred. I'll go, tell you that. Go, go and get some therapy. Phil, thank you for that. Uh, 08709090970. Let's go over to the text vote, shall we, and see what's happening. 84850. It's the Tuesday text vote. Uh... Ian, what's wrong with counterfeit money? After all, it does the job. Could be those legalised... Oh, this is... Uh... Oh, I see. This is... I think there's a story in the news about the counterfeit money. Well, it's illegal. That's what's wrong with it. Uh, there's no, no need for it. Uh, um... Ian, I think your show is amazing. My first time listening to you. I thought no one could beat Steve Allen, but you have. Well, there you go. Thank you, Sophie. Uh, you, you, we're only supposed to be texting. We only dust off the text machine on a Tuesday for the Tuesday text vote, and today's question is, should Madonna be allowed to adopt a baby? That's it. I don't want any of this other, you know, niceties and stuff like that. I, I'm wheezing, basically. I'm, I'm seeing if I can talk up to the talk-up time without having to cough, because I've got... I feel a little bit... need to... Cough there. <coughs> no, muffed it up totally. <coughs> when London's just getting girls wearing thongs, me as being assertive with a plumber. Chris, where, where, where did you just go then? Down to the office. Well, why? Oh, I was looking through the archives. And did you find anything? No. Okay. Oh, actually, yeah. Um, mm. Yasser's film forum from the twenty-first of April. Can we hear it? Yeah, hang on. I'll just put, pop in the machine. Oh, I thought you had it all put up on a computer. Ian, for Music Thursday, you should get Adrian Teenbeat. You know he's very good. Uh, yeah, we, we, we did look into getting him. I think Music Thursdays, it's just kind of hard to get... When we did Music Thursdays, it was to get people that we really, really liked. Uh, only, and not just... And then we had, like, other people here started suggesting just bands and acts that they'd heard of and friends of friends that we might like, and it all got... So I, I don't know if we're going to do it as a regular thing anymore. I think we might just do it if there are people in town that we want to get on the show, but, uh, as, um, <clears throat> as a regular thing. I don't know. Oh, uh, wait, seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. let me know. Uh, what you want. Is it, is it, we, we, we queued up, are we? Okay, this is Yasser from the old days. Oh. We're just putting it in the yeah. machine. The thing is, Chris, the, when, moving the head up and down, that means yes. That, uh, call me, call me strange. That, that's the universal symbol for yes. So when I ask a question and you do that, uh, and then I go to uh, do it, and Helen panics because she knows what's going on. Um... 
London's LBC 97.3. The three and a half hour, three till 6.30, Ian Lee Afternoon Wireless Show. No, I don't have a computer. Is, is this a whole show we're playing? I'd rather be flubbing my English potatoes. What? Will evil never rest? Okay. My name is Okay. I tell you what, let's 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 do this another day, shall we? Jeez, Chris, what were you thinking? You're the producer of this show, and that thirty seconds was awful. You just played a CD of another show. I thought you had a bit queued up. I thought you just don't know what you're doing. I don't even know why you're here. Helen can do your job better. She's more pleasant to, to hang out with. But who will get you your Kit Kats? Oh, yes. Good point, good point. Oh. Cheers. Thank you for reminding me of that. If people are just tuning into this show for the first time, they want to know that this is the cream. Right. Not, not the show. Oh, no, that was... Th- thank- well, that's actually quite handy to have on standby, is a, a CD of an old show. So when I do just walk out to give Chris a quid to get me some sweeties, he can do that. Oh, eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Uh, girls, can a girl call in and tell me, yes, I, Ian, I expose my thong, I enjoy exposing it, it is exciting, because it looks disgusting. Uh, Kelvin in Wembley, do you know what I'm talking about, Kelvin? Uh, no, I think, uh, thongs are quite nice, but, you know. Okay. <laughs> I just think that, I just think, but when a girl's bending over to, like, pick up a, a dog or something, don't you, and you can see it halfway up her back, don't you think that's horrible? No, I think that's quite nice, but, um... Okay, well, that's a fair play, that's <laughs> your point, well made. Uh, especially if they're red. Yeah, but, uh, anyway, that's not what I'm for, Ian. That's a little bit too much detail. <laughs> um, your ideas, you want people to fall in with ideas? I think... What? Hang on, what, what, what? I, I want what? I was listening earlier. Yeah? You had people phoning in, so, um, you know, with their ideas, like inventions and everything. Oh, that was for Duncan Bannatyne, who left at four o'clock. Yeah, yeah, but I've, I've only just got the call back, haven't I? Oh, jeez. Oh, you want to have a well be your producer? I'm seriously, because if you've heard the last two minutes, you'll know that he's awful. The well, phones just... have gone mental. Where... Oh, he's, he's gone off to get a Twix, and I've got four calls. Hang on yeah. a second. Kelvin, stay there. Oh, uh, line nine. Bang, 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 bang. Okay, he's singing the Siskiyou song. <laughs> uh, stay there, Kelvin, don't worry. Line eight, you're on the air. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Oh, you? Right, okay, you're, you're not on the air. Uh, I don't, not a clue. Line nine, you're on the air. Ian, do you remember this? Christian? Yeah. You know you're doing this World Cup anthem that you've got John Barnes on? Yeah. Well, have you ever thought about getting Ian Lee from the three and a half hours, three till six thirty oh in the afternoon while he's on board? No, we need proper celebrities, mate. But you are a celebrity, Ian. Yes, well, possibly. Thank you. That was it. Kev phoning up, um, XFM for me. Uh, Kelvin, yes, I'll let the, I'm gonna let the phones go mental. I can't answer yeah, these. I, I, I think you're already gone six o'clock, isn't it? It's gone a little bit crazy. I don't know what's happening today. It was, it was, the first half hour was, was odd. Then it got kind of quite sensible with, with Duncan in, and it was all kind of on the straight and narrow. And just after four o'clock, though, it's gone downhill and just turned into, uh, I'm not saying it's bad, it's just a mess. Uh, you just keep on in there, Ian. Remember, don't don't lose your temper and smash your studio up again. No, I, yeah, well, I'm not allowed to, because uh, I got in very serious trouble about that. Anyway, my yes. idea. Oh, yes. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Yeah, you don't sound too happy. I was just sniffing a marker <laughs> pen. I was actually genuinely sniffing <laughs> a marker pen then, which is bad. Yeah, don't, don't do too much of that either. No. But, uh, 
Anyway, this idea. This, this marker pen, get, all right, here we go, <laughs> have, a, have a guess. This is gonna blow your mind, okay? Well, the marker pen might blow your mind if you keep sniffing it, but... Have a guess who this marker pen is made by. You will never guess. Um, not by those same people who made that bio of yours the other day. No, no, have a guess. You, you will never guess who's made this marker pen. No, you're right, I'll never guess, because you had this conversation Chris, the other day as guess, well. guess who's made this marker pen? Um, James O'Brien. No, Helen, have a guess who's made this marker pen. Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi have made this marker pen. Isn't that amazing, Kelvin? Yeah, I'll tell you, that's mind-blowing here. It, it, I do But Mitsubishi, they do, like, motorbikes and stuff like that. They've made a marker pen. You know what? The thing do you know what? We're doing so well with, with selling motorbikes and stuff like that. What we need is to expand. I know. Why don't we make marker pens? Good idea. Get on it. Well, people are buying them, because you've got one. We've got one. We've got two. Right. <laughs> anyway, what's your idea, Kelvin? Come on, stop messing around. Get to the point. Um, have you ever seen a show called Takeshi's Castle? Uh, yes, I have, on Challenge TV, narrated by it. Craig That's Charles. It's a game show, uh, which, uh, is, uh, made by the famous Japanese film director, Beat Takeshi. Yeah. Don't you think someone should bring an English version out for Saturday Night Television? Yes, well, okay, there's two things I'll pick you up on, Kelvin. Firstly, that's not an invention. Well, no, uh, Stealing a TV show from Japan is not an invention. I said an idea. Okay. And secondly, we did it in the 70s with It's a Knockout. No, but this would be better, wouldn't it? I mean, look at Saturday Night Television now. You've got a load of rubbish. If you had people falling off and rolling beams and things like that... Especially if you had someone like yourself to narrate it as well. Well, that would be very, very... i tell you what I watched, uh, and I really enjoyed, at the weekend. I watched The X Factor, but the auditions had finished, and they're in the studio now, and I really enjoyed it. Do you know what? I went on that. Really? Well, I went for the audition. Ah, we go. And it's, um... Yeah, it's all set up, because when I got there, I queued up for three hours. Yeah. Got invited along at first, then queued up for three hours, and then... When you go in, you don't see Simon or no. Sharon or anyone like that. You go and see a producer first. Yeah. And you only go through if you're useless. Oh, so, so a Sharon, you're in the same building as them? No, they're not even there. Oh, well, they're... like a week before, they're oh. even there. You see yeah. the show producer, because obviously the producer's got to make the show as funny as possible. Right. They so, send all the so hang on. idiots through. What you're saying is, you didn't get through to uh, on the X Factor because you're too good. Well, I wouldn't say too good, but there was people going through who were, like, sitting before me who yes. were well, sing, and there was old people going through, and... But that's why they put them through. through. They, they, put, they put the mental people through, and maybe, like, 30 quite good ones. Well, yeah, so if there's, a, what, a thousand people there, they probably put a hundred good singers in, and the rest were, well, like, get, useless. Kelvin, give us your song. Oh, what do you want to hear? What, what, what did you sing for your audition? Uh, Elton John, your song. Oh, well, let's have it. It's a little bit funny. Uh, next, Barry. Yeah, hi, Chris. It's Ian. No, it's Ian. All right, Ian. Just wanted to talk about North Korea and all the counterfeit monies. Uh, did you know that 80% of the world's counterfeit money comes from North Korea? And these people are talking about sanctioning this and sanctioning that, and it doesn't really affect them because they just got all those dollars yes. and sending it all over the world. But the thing is, Barry, did you see the amazing show that the Koreans were putting on today? No, what was it? It was to celebrate uh, 80 years of imp- anti-imperialist regime or something. Uh, so it was a show about 50,000 North Koreans, all with lighted torches, doing an amazing... You didn't see it, did you? No, I, I heard you talking about it on the radio. Well, then, no. you know what I'm talking about. What was that about? We've had a lot of freaks today. It seems we've had a higher percentage of fruitcakes uh, today than we normally get. 
which is fine. Hey, listen, uh, I don't mind that at all. It's fine. But uh, save some for Clive's show, do you know what I mean? I don't want to take all of the freaks uh, from Clive. Otherwise, wh- what's he going to do for four hours? If you've just missed that bit of Ian Lee, you can... Some uh, important news for you. Gary King is bunk... Uh, Gary King is ill today. Uh, so he won't be doing the big quiz, so the big quiz is cancelled. No, it's not. Anthony Davis is in. And if you've not heard Anthony Davis through the night, filling in for Bill Buntley, uh, then you've missed out, because he's been uh, pretty good. Uh, and he'll be on at seven... Uh, doing the big quiz uh, instead of Gary King. And while we're here, I might as well tell you that Clive Bull is on at eight till midnight. Just get all those little trails out of the way. OK, we'll take more of your calls after the latest LBC News. Into you, a load of people emailing in. Mitsubishi don't make motorbikes, they make cars, Ian. Up yours. I don't care. You know what I mean? It's just a throwaway comment. Get, get, get real. Real life. Real London. Uh, OK, so, what have we discussed today? Well, we've talked about me bottling out, uh, confronting a, bu- uh, a plumber... I said confront- confronting a... Because uh, uh, I've written it down here. I've written plumber... Uh, to remind me... <laughs> Dear God almighty. It's been an, an odd show today. If you've, if you've missed it, I do recommend you get the podcast. This one. I don't really say that, but it's worth having a, a listen. Oh, and also, uh, E4 tonight, 11. There's the, the video game BAFTAs that I presented a ward at. There is a chance you'll see Vernon Kay doing a Pradeep. I, I suspect it will be cut out because it's virtually meaningless, but there is a slim chance uh, he will, will do a, a Pradeep. I, I, to be honest, I would be surprised if they didn't cut my bit out, but uh, we'll see. Uh, girls showing off their thongs uh, and other things as well. 0870 Got the 5.38 daily correspondent update coming soon. 6 o'clock at Triple M. Your call's going straight to air. But before that, it's a pleasure to welcome live on the air from Dartford, it's Francis. Hello, Ian. Hello, Getting Francis. Getting stuck on you. Get, do, Two days in a trot. I beg your pardon? <laughs> Getting stuck on stuck you. Stuck on me, right. Two not, days in a trot. Not literally. Yeah, you've got a great show there, Ian. Thank you. Um, suspect- so you were talking about thongs and G-strings? Yeah. Pretty disgusting. Yes. I'm th- From a female point of view. You don't enjoy it. Um, well, <laughs> don't wear it, so I don't enjoy it. Right. I don't enjoy looking at them at young girls. No. I think um, yes. there's nothing thrilling, nothing tantalising. Maybe men think about them differently, I don't know. Well, I, I, the, the men that have called in to say they find the sight of a girl bending over and showing her thong have all been, um, how can I put this? They've been common. Really? They've been common men. You, mm. you can hear from the tone of their voice, they're That's a little interesting. bit... A little bit rough, a little bit gruff. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think anyone uh, with a sense of decency would realise that seeing a girl's pant isn't... Uh, sticking out from the top of her uh, jeans isn't sexy. No, there's nothing left to the imagination, is there? Do you wear thongs, Francis? Oh, good God. <laughs> no way. No. You go commando, do you? <laughs> no. No way. <laughs> so you a G-string? No. Do I have to keep guessing, or are you going to tell me? Well, I'll leave you keep guessing. Okay. Well. Um, even men. I mean, look at um, Peter Stringfellow. My God. I thought, yuck. <laughs> when? When he worries. G-string on the beach oh, or whatever. yeah, but you've got to bear in mind, he's a 67-year-old man. Yeah, but And I thought, for, right. for a 67-year-old man, he looked all right, but it's still, you know, the, oh. the trunk would have suited him better. Oh, I wanted to reach for the vomit bowl. <laughs> for the what? The vomit bowl. The, the, bu- the vomit bowl? Vomit. V-O-M-I-T. Jeez. Yes, yeah, <laughs> what? OK, well, Francis, well, anything else before well, I cut you off? I am boiler suits. I love them. Excellent. Uh, Jim is in his lorry. Hello, Harry. Uh, it's Ian, but yes, carry on. 
Sorry, mate. Here, listen. Yes. She was a bit of a fruitcake, weren't she? Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I like, I like the use of that word fruitcake, mate. I uh, admire you on that one. Thank you. Well, you, Here, you listen, what it. I was going to say to you <laughs> yes. is Chris is useless, isn't he? Uh, my producer, Agent Chris. You know, didn't you? I'm, su- I'm beginning to suspect that, yes. Well, what I was thinking, mate, this yeah. is my big idea. Okay, go ahead. Have a word with your bosses. Oh, yeah, Mr Lloyd. Get him to give old Chris the elbow. Yes. Then whatever his wages is left over from him goes on to yours. Oh, I could, the thing is, I could do with the extra 25 quid a week as well. <laughs> it would be very... Yeah, it would be, well, you know, he's a good lad. It would be very handy-handy. Uh, it, it's tempting, although I must admit, in Chris's defence, the last few times he's gone off to, like, do stuff, it, the phones have gone a bit mental and it's been a bit tricky me putting the phone calls through. So maybe, uh, it's, it's either we keep Chris or we replace him with an orangutan. I, d- I don't know which is going to be more economical. Well, I don't know, I think the latter one might be better. Jim, I shall have a look at it. As I've said before, it would be fantastic to have a monkey in here. I know animal rights and all this, and, you know, I'm a big lefty in animal rights, but having a monkey in a little bellboy suit would be fantastic. Oh, 538! It's time for the Daily 538 Daily Correspondent Update. Brought to you every day. Daily. Hi, this is Leon in the Lakeside. I'm not talking about lost chorus Uber correspondent, so here's some advice. If you've got a compulsion for eating chocolate bars out of a bin, don't do it. Try a fish biscuit. Hi, I'm Annabelle from the Woodford, the Supercars and Kids Uber Veteran correspondent, and here is my update. Did you know that diesel is cheaper and a more eco-friendly way to drive? Mercedes have the same vision, and in 2007 they plan to launch a new diesel car, the Bluetech Mercedes E320. It's good-looking and will cost around £35,000. Mmm, that's every reason to buy one, then. What, you're going to give me £35,000, are you? £35,000 for a car. God almighty. Shaq! Hello, Ian. Hello, Shaq. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'm good, buddy, buddy. Yeah, me and my wife had a long day today at work. Oh, yeah. We both work together. Oh, yeah, that must be annoying. Um, it's not so bad. It's quite a big place you work in. So you don't, you don't have to put up with looking at her all day? No, no, exactly. You saying your wife's ugly, you Shaq? By the way, she's sitting right next to me. Well, you be careful what you say, then. Yeah, so, you know, and she's listening to every word you're saying. Okay, not like you. Um, she, she's a bit down today, you know? Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. What could yeah. I do to cheer her up? Yeah, exactly. I was, she's not feeling too well. She's got the sniffles. Okay. I was wondering if you could, uh, you know, you're multi-talented you are, aren't you? I really? think I know where this is going, but say it. Come on. Yeah, so I was wondering, if, is there anything you could, uh... She, I wanted to speak to you, but she's giving me dirty looks. She's a bit shy, you know. Okay. Well, 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 Shaq, come on. Tell me what you want me to do. Well, you know, you was asking... What were you asking the previous woman? What, what she was, what, what, oh, what, yeah. what uh, yes. Well, it, okay, look, speak to it. No, please, no, she won't, she won't have it. Okay, Sh- have Shaq, it. Shaq, there yeah. isn't, there isn't a woman there, is there? No, it's right next to me. You don't have a wife, do you? Okay, can you make a noise, please, darling? Okay. No, she's Yeah, there's, Shaq, this is embarrassing, mate, <laughs> there's no one there. You never got married because girls don't like you. Okay, look, this, this is awful, Shaq, give it up. Please, you don't please, have to convince me that you're married. Okay, okay, stay something. 
She doesn't want to because she doesn't exist. You, uh, there's no one there, Shaq. You listen. You, you yeah. should just go home to your bed, sit, go and listen to Clive Ball tonight, and just cry into your frozen ready meal because you live on your own. You're a sad, unattractive <laughs> man, Shaq. Uh, she's laughing. Yeah, she's is. not laughing because she's not there. She doesn't exist. I oh, wasn't that pathetic. I feel really sorry for him. That poor, poor man living on his own with a fantasy in his head that uh, he's actually been lucky enough to get married. Tallulah. Yeah, what a saddle. (laughs) I've only ever heard that noise when I tickled a girl once, and I suddenly don't think I'm tickling you. (laughs) Yes. You know what? Um, no. I like your baby photo. Uh, On on MySpace? Uh... It's not my, it's not me. I, w- I was never an Asian boy. No, it's Verinda. Oh, really? Are you joking? No, I'm not joking. If, if oh, anyone really? doesn't know what's... To, you, Helen Behind the Glass thought that as well. If people oh, want to yeah. look at this picture, then please go to myspace.com forward slash the real Ian Lee, where I'm still holding open auditions for my 3,000... My spread... My friend... MySpace friend. I can't speak all of a sudden. I've hit the wall. I've hit that wall now. Uh, and uh, you'll see a picture of Verinda as a one-year-old. Hey, you! Hey, you! I have to tell you, you the know Rocksteady crew. Show them what you do. Make a break. Make a move. Oof. You know what? The yeah. song thing reminds me of a picture when you see it in five years later for the g- girls who wear all that stuff, and they see the picture says, "Oh no!" And then the other says, "Come on, show me." No, I can't show you. It looks awful. And if you knew know what to do is talking about, then send your answers on the back of a stuck down envelope. To uh, Ian Lee at uh, LBC Towers. What are you? What What are you saying to Lula? What I'm saying is, it's a it's a typical fashion where you when you look back on it, you know, I don't have pictures where I say, "Oh no," because I never followed the fashion. But mm. I've seen lots of people saying, "I can't show you this picture. It's awful. It's when those guys, those uh, funny skirts or yes, whatever." I've got I've got a few bad haircut pictures, but generally I've for the, I've kind of looked the same, apart from putting on a lot of weight in the last two years. I kind of looked the same for the last uh, sort of nine years, really. So, in other words, you had your mind on your own and not following silly fashion. Yes, I, I, it would be very hard to, to call me fashionable in any sense of the word, really. That, that is quite healthy because you make up your mind and not follow some idiots who you what to wear. Hey, man, put your hands up if you're an individual, yeah. Yeah! All right. Come on. Yeah, rock and roll, isn't it? Exactly, Yes, there we go. Do you wear a song? No! Excellent, that's, that's a little bit too much information already. <laughs> uh, there. Okay, well, it's a quarter to six already, for goodness sakes. Don't forget, it's six o'clock. Uh, it's Triple M, uh, where we take your calls straight to air. If you've not heard it before, well, I was going to say, it's kind of, you know, anything goes, but that seems to be what's happened in the show today. It's, I don't know. Uh, if you want to get on before then, give us a call now, 0870 Uh More of your calls after this. Nice allies, Pete. No- 9090973 is the telephone number if you uh, want to give us a call. Don't forget... <laughs> LBC on 261. Pass it on. Pass it on. Yeah, 33 years old, that slogan, and still going strong. Uh, t- uh, oh, let's go to Terry. Ian. <laughs> Hello, Terry. Hello. Yeah, I'm um, ringing about a strange phenomenon I've noticed on LBC on your show lately. Yes. Yeah, every time people mention certain things about Chris, um, yes. they seem to be cut off by... Terry, where are you? Are you in Mayfair or Morden? 
Uh, I'm in Horsham at the moment. Is there, is there another Terry? Yeah, there's me. Where are you, Terry? I'm in Mayfair. Okay, what, 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 we've got two Terrys on the phone, this is confusing. Uh, I'm a first phone caller, excuse me, there's on songs, Ian. Yo, hang on a second, let's speak to Terry first, Terry. Yeah, yeah save confusion, we'll all call us Terry. Right, so, so, so Terry, what, are you, what, what, are you, what were you saying? Right, well, I've noticed that when people um, speak to you about certain things about Chris, um, right. he seems to cut, cut people off and then you're left flummoxed as to why they've been cut off. We, there's a, a couple of people have, have been cut off uh, by accident, I think, or because their phones well, have cut out. I think out. it's more to do with Chris in the background, cutting people off because they're about to say something that Chris doesn't want you to know well, about. Well, what, what could they possibly say that Chris doesn't want me to know? Uh, well, you have, have a look on the old, um... And he's, he's actually just gone, then? Poor signal. Are you sure? Because, it, it, Chris, be honest, is there something you don't want me to know? No, just call us, just make sure you've got a signal before you call in. Terry, have you got a signal? Crystal, mate, crystal. Excellent. Well, you can talk now, because the other Terry's ah, gone. Forgive me, forgive me, I don't know how these things work. On songs, <laughs> now, I don't think status is entirely relevant beyond sexual preference, but you raised it. Now, I'm a lawyer and educated and have money and all that nonsense. Uh-huh. And I love songs, but I thought about it in greater detail. It's not really about the song, it's about what inside, inside that counts. Now, you can't tell me... Uh-huh. You like women, that if you see a beautiful, beautiful girl and you see a song, you automatically think, oh, she's horrible. No, Whereas no. D- obviously a fat bit of mutton no. in a song. It's repulsive. No one wants to see Where it. did you study law? Um, at Oxford. Which college did you go to, Oxford? Pem- Pembroke. Okay. Um... How long was your course? Sorry? Your course was how long? Three years. And who taught you there? Um, I can't go into those details. A whole load of professors. You can't go into the details? Okay. Well, right. I can tell you their names, but it's a bit boring. Well, okay, so I, so I know for a fact that you're lying. And also, uh, I didn't say that I, I just said that the sight of the thong itself was unattractive and instantly turned me off the woman. Even if it's a beautiful woman you'd otherwise yeah. be attracted to, I can't believe that. Well, it's true, though, Terry. No, no, I don't believe that. I can't believe that. Okay, that, and that will be your argument in the court of law, would it? Um, I wouldn't raise things like this in a court. No, of course you wouldn't, because you, you, you wouldn't be in a court of law, because you're not a lawyer. This <laughs> is clearly demonstrated. And you are common, because you're putting on a posh voice, so... You know. Uh, Steve is in Manchester, of all places. Hello. Hello, Steve. Hi, Ian. Yes. Would you like to buy a secret number? How much? Uh, oh, the... It's number three. How what? much will you give me for it? Well, now that I've got it, I don't need to give you any money for it. No, but that's a secret. Right, all right then. Buy another secret number. What number is it? Five. I don't need to. I've, I know the number. Right, right. Stop it. Right. Do you like to buy another secret number? Uh, well, I've got two secret numbers already. That's plenty. Well, you can have another one. Which one? Half price. Which which number? Number nine. Oh no! I mean eight, seven. I mean no. Oh. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> he was fun, wasn't he? Oh, now can we stretch this out for seven minutes? I don't think so. It's Bob in Thamesmead. Oh, hi, uh, Terry. Um, <laughs> Terry here. Yes, hello, Terry. Um, yeah, you were talking, uh, you've been talking about thongs. Yes, we have, thank you. And I think they're wonderful. Right. And, um... Well, that's it, Ian. I mean, you know, the, I, I find, in fact, scantily dressed women far more attractive than nude ones. 
Uh, I find, no, I don't, I don't find scant, I find clothed women more attractive than nude ones, definitely. Well, it, it depends what they're wearing, you know. I mean, I could go through my list of preferences, but you'd probably cut me off. Well, the thing but is, we've, we, I've I got Phil for six minutes, so... Yeah. Phil? Phil. Oh, you got a Phil? Oh, yeah, of course. Well, um, do you, shall, I, shall I run through it? I mean, uh, I'm thinking of high-heeled black leather boots, sort oh, of like yes. knee length, yeah? Yes, yes. Um, black seamed, um... Oh, no, don't, don't, Bob, Bob, another call's turned up, thank you. Uh, Anne is in Twickenham. Oh, hello, just before I pop out, Ian, um, uh, I think songs are atrocious. What's popping out? Oh, stop it! <laughs> I've been eating nectarines today, by oh, the so way, so not sausages. So you're a little bit giddy? No, I'm not, no, I'm not. I've just been speaking to my daughter in Muswell Hill. We were talking about you. Oh, I'm I... going next week, after the weekend, and I'll phone you from there. So it will be a different number, right? So? Well, just that they, I might put my daughter on. Okay. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, so what, and tell her, you're, tell her she's adopted? No. No, no. They know they're not. It doesn't no. matter if you are, if you've got no, nice parents. No, it, it doesn't it? matter. You're lucky. Oh, by the way, we'll have the results of the text vote in a, a, a oh, few yeah. minutes. Uh, right, do you want me to talk about songs? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, I think they look unattractive, even on a... Well, I mean, I don't go looking at girls, but um, most men don't like them. No, well... Not no, real men, you know. Men who are a bit desperate might do, but... Yes, um, I th- you're right. I think it is desperate, common men that like them. I don't know about common, because there's a lot of posh... Blo- I don't use the word posh normally. There's a lot of high-class blokes who can be very common when it comes to matters of um, carnal stuff. Yeah. yeah I'm, very, I'm trying to choose my words very carefully. You're, you're, I'm, I'm bubbly yeah. today. I am actually quite excited, because I went to Cardiff and Bristol with my Polish friend yesterday, the and driver. You, and you're back home, and that will get yeah, anyone excited. Yeah, no, no. Yes. I mean, nothing occurs. I love the bloke. Yes. But he's got a girlfriend. Oh, okay. And he's half my age. But yeah. we are wonderful friends. Yes. You, someone, uh, it sounds like you're, you're, you're telling me stuff that I don't need to know, almost as if well, something... Oh, it might be nice. I almost mean, as might... if something had happened. No, now. no, if only. There we are. <laughs> The truth will out. <laughs> on the text vote, the Tuesday text vote, Chris is totting up the scores and we will have the result uh, before six o'clock. Uh, Fiona's in the Bexley. Hello, Fiona. Hello, Ian. Um, ringing up about the song thing. Yes. I agree with you. I don't think they look nice oh. on sort of, well, anyone really, but they are comfortable. Are they? What, do they not, you know, go get... No, they no. don't. Okay. I know what you're going to say. Yes. <laughs> they don't. And also, if you're wearing sort of slightly tighter trousers or a fitted dress or skirt, then you don't get that horrible kind of nickel line thing going on. I... Uh, OK, here we go. As a man, I like the nickel line thing. Mm, you, mm, it depends on who, though, doesn't it? Because if you've got someone with sort of a slightly well-endowed bottom, mm. then you end up with that double double kind of you're cheek s- thing. You're speaking my language. <laughs> how, how about if you're wearing... Seriously, you know, a, but how about if you... How about wearing no underwear? Yeah, but then... Then... then mm-hmm. <laughs> No, no, thinking pet, maybe not. Okay. No, okay. no, not attractive. But they call it a whale tail, the top of the song. Uh, y- yes, someone emailed me in and said that, and uh, yes, that, that makes sense, but it's not, yeah. uh, it's not a pleasant sight at all. But have you noticed that, generally speaking, it's the real big old lumps that have the whale tail hanging it, out the it, top? You're right, it generally is. Can I move on, because I'll take one more call before we uh, have the... Uh, let's have this one. Line three, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. It's Sarubo. I just want to say, I mean, my vote, uh, I'm sorry, I couldn't say 
expect from you to expect yes for lovely Madonna. She deserve it, the good family and etc. And yeah. why not? Right. Did you did you send in? We've had an email about you. Have you managed to send in the the brochure yet that you yeah, made for yeah. the show? No, no, no. I know how you're busy with the show. I had some flu temperature, but please, I go to some address and I'm going to send everything. I gave the address out yesterday. Yes, dear, uh, you did, and you didn't go to show. And apparently, you brought the businessman uh, Duncan. Uh, I used to watch him on BBC Two yes. or his program, but I, I, I'm not well, a telly person well, anymore. Well, telly is a time consuming and they okay. travel so i'm doing my studying plus right. my songwriting but yes for madonna yes. please this is the hot media everybody write and talk about the win the shows yes. yes the show sounded like this this is not going to mrs sawyer a capital punishment but mrs. if you bring capital punish back i tell you mrs sawyer you won't be able to leave your car to go to work mrs sawyer yeah <laughs> uh, half past three thereabouts uh, duncan bannertine from dragon's den is coming in Helen, stop making kissing noises in my ear. I'm a heterosexual gentleman, pleased to meet you, I have a girlfriend and everything. But I was yeah. saying, sort of, if I had to go gay to yeah. save the world, you would be my choice. Oh, well, thank you very much. Th- there you go, that's... That's nice to know. Hey, right, I'm Duggan. I'll tell you where I'm right now. I don't like you, I don't like your product, I'm out, right? And this is the last dragon, goodbye. I'm ringing oh. about Madonna. Why not? Why not Madonna? Yeah, no, it's a text vote. Bari boom bam, bari bari boom bam, bari bari boom bam, boom bari boom bam, bari boom bam. I'm not going to buy the time. Lee. I'm not investing in you, so I'm out. Yeah. Can I say the best picture in the book? It's, the, it's the you in the ice cream van with the big curly hair and the moustache. Look, it's slightly dodgy, it's got to be said. And a Kevin Keegan pair on Picking up a knife Mrs. and Sawyer? stab somebody twice. Mrs. You Sawyer? expect that person to leave. Mrs. No, Sawyer? kill you back. Yes, kill Angwa. Mrs. Sawyer? Yes. Mrs. Sawyer? Yes. Oh, th- th- it's all, it was a little bit uncomfortable when I was telling uh, Duncan Bannatine about the, the, the gay thing. And also, I cheated it slightly. I didn't say that I fancied him. I said that if I, if I had to go gay, it was always a little bit oh, uncomfortable listening to that. He was a good lad, though. He took it, he took it well. I was, uh... Scared he was going to say no. Anyway, that's that. Triple M coming up next. 0870 Your calls go straight to it. We'll have the results of the text vote after the latest LBC 97.3 news. We do Triple M uh, all day. We've been having the Tuesday text vote. It's a new thing that we're doing. And we're looking to get it sponsored. So if you like s- a serious business or something, you want to sponsor it, Ian at lbc.co.uk. Uh, today's question was, should Madonna be allowed to adopt a little baby? Uh, Chris has counted up the results. He's going to put it on my screen now. Chris, can you do that for me? And the results are 3% say yes, 26% say they don't like babies, and 71% say they don't like Papa Don't Preach. So, uh, excellent stuff there. Thank you to everybody who voted. Thank you, Chris, for, uh, adding all that up for me. Okay, Triple M, 0870-9090-973. Calls go straight to air. You don't speak to Chris. Uh... There is a seven-second delay. Don't be libelous. Don't swear, otherwise you get dumped. Line two, you're on the radio. Like I'm back in that place again, eh? Well, well, Graham snuck through there. I'm here, eh? Yes, Graham, what do you want? How are you today? Excellent. We had Duncan Bannertine in. What a gentleman. Bit tight, though, wouldn't he? Yeah, he didn't give me... give you ten grand, He eh? wouldn't give me ten thousand pounds, which would be nothing to him. Ties a net to chaff, they might say. Yes, but, 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 uh, charming and, uh, excellent, and I recommend his book wholeheartedly. I won't be buying that, eh? Um, 
Yeah, you know, a couple of things, eh? Um, yes. China, you, you know very well I'm trying to raise money, you know? Oh, 300 pounds, isn't it? But, but there's that that you owe me, isn't it? So that's in the bank, that's sorted, isn't right, it? You know, that, that's being done, it's being dealt with, isn't it? Well, you're not, you're not going to get that money because I don't owe you the money, no. You, you do, Ian. You, you owe me 310, but we, we struck the 10 off yesterday. I, I don't believe. know what I owe you this money for, Graham. You know what you owe me the money for, Ian. What do you want the money for? It's for the album, Ian. Mm. Doesn't come out of thin air, you know. Genius, yeah. genius. You have you asked the Beatles, eh? Yeah. You know, but uh, the, the, the album's coming along. I've already received donations today. Eh? Twenty p I got today. Eh? I found fifteen pence in the uh, sweetie machine downstairs yesterday, so I got a Kit Kat. Forget this, thirty pence. How much is it? You in there? Forty-five. Bloody rip off that is, isn't it? Not even as nice as they used to be. No, chunky Kit Kats are great. But in my excitement, I didn't get the chunky Kit Kat. I got a normal Kit Kat. What do you think of lime bars, eh? Uh, yeah, they're good lime bars. I don't like topics, though. Topics? <laughs> yeah, these. What about boosts, eh? Boosts are good, yep. You could do with that, couldn't you? Maybe you could a career or something, eh? Yeah, goodbye, Graham. Oh. Yes. Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Ian. Yes. Apple pie and ice cream. Yeah. Or chocolate fudge cake. Oh, that's a very, very good one. Chocolate fudge cake, though. With the nut roast and the cream soda. Yeah. Cool. Glad we sorted that one out. Yes, line nine, you're on the wireless. Uh, maybe I have to help you with the boiler. Oh, right, yeah. Um, my dad's a plumber, and I maybe have to get the part you need. Fantastic. What do I have to do for you? Um, absolutely nothing. Okay. All I need is the, uh, make and model of the boiler. It's a CDI series made by Bosch. CDI? Yes. Okay, uh, I'll try and get back to you tomorrow and see if I can get a part. Thanks very much. Uh, line, uh, one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian? Yes? Why did you confess to breaking your boiler when you broke it in the first place? I didn't break it. But you said you did break it and you've said sorry to the bloke because... and now he's laughing with £75 pound bit money. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm going to lose you because that's a bad line. But yeah, I, I just... Because he denied it outright and I thought, well, maybe I was wrong. And then afterwards, I thought, no, no, actually, I am right. Yes, line five. Turn your radio off. You're too slow, Manchester. Uh, line eight, you're on the wireless. Verinder is a sex god. Verinder is a ledge. And underneath his bed, he keeps a box full of veg. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it, but I'm not gay. That just let everyone know I'm not gay. Line seven, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Duncan Panatania. Hello, Duncan. Good. Thanks for coming in today. I won't be coming in again. Why is that? I didn't like the way you kept looking at my bottom. Right, OK. Well, that, that, that was just checking that the seat was all right, because these seats are, you know, they're slightly uh, unusual, uh, as you'll be aware. Uh, line seven, you're on the wireless. Ian. Yes. What's the time? Uh, it's ten minutes past six. You're very kind, sir. Thank you very much. Absolute pleasure. Good lad. Uh, line six, you're on the wireless. Hello. Yes. Hi, Ian. What's up? Uh, first time caller from Manchester. Hey, nice one. Uh, I just want to play you this comedy clip. Tell me what you think of it. Is it has it got any swears in it? No, no, no. It's oh. a Monty Python one. Okay. I'm not sure if you heard it. Tell me if it's clear. I can hear you if you, if you want to say anything. Okay. Cheers, one second. Good morning. Good morning, sir. One second, let me get it going again. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Can I help you? Uh, yes. Do you have a copy of 30 Days in the Samarkand Desert with the Duchess What's that clicking? by A.E.J. Elliot, O.B.E.? Uh, well, I don't know the book, sir. Uh, never mind, never mind. Uh, how about 101 Ways to Start a Fight? 
son, an Irish gentleman whose name eludes me for the moment. Uh, yes, well, and why are you playing it to us? It's funny, that's why. Excellent, thank you. We like funny. Line four, you're on the wireless. Oh, good afternoon. Um, is this the Ian Lee podcast? It is, yes. It is? Oh, excellent. Um, could I play the uh, mystery voice competition, please, Ian? Certainly, of course you can. Okay, uh, we've got a new mystery voice today. The, it, the, the last one was got just uh, yes, yesterday, at the end of the show, so we've got a new mystery voice. Okay. So, have a little listen. Tell me who you think this is. I don't mind the time. You're in Lee. I'm not investing in you, so I'm out. Okay. Uh, I, I think I may have this one here. Okay, who do you think it is? <laughs> is, it, is it former Olympic javelin for Fatima Whitbreadian? You're thinking it's Fatima Whitbread. Now, I could see why you'd uh, go for that. Let's find out if you're right. I'm afraid you're wrong. Good effort, but you're wrong. Line six, you're on the wireless. Don't forget your out time, Ian. Don't forget my what? Your out time. Oh, yes, it's uh, it's 13.30, so thank you for that. I thought he was doing a Frank Seibot impression. Apparently there's a, there's a new uh, Manchester channel that's going to be on Sky, and Frank Seibot's got a show on there, but I need to find out more about that. Uh, we should get him back in. He, 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 I phoned him up once, he never returned my call. Yes, line seven. Uh, good afternoon. Um, can I do the Duncan Bannatine competition as well? Yes, of course you can. Uh, who is this speaking? Uh... I'm Duncan Bannatine. I'm Duncan Bannatine. I'm Duncan Bannatine. Um, is it Kim Jong-il? Kim Jong-il, of course, the dictator of North Korea. Papa oh, I'm afraid you're wrong. It's Duncan Bannatyne. Oh. Never mind. Good effort. Line four, you're on the wireless. Kim Jong-il, Kim Jong-il, ridicule is nothing to be scared of. Thank you very much. A little bit of Adamant and a bit of topical there. So topical and old combined. Line two, you're on the air. Hello, lad, it's James H. Reeve. Hello, James H. Reeve. Where the hell have you been? Oh, I've been pursuing my co- communism... Excellent. I've got ten seconds. What can I do for you? Oh, I don't know. Perhaps a tea cake. Yes, lovely. Uh, we'll take a break. This is fun, isn't it? I'm enjoying this today. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine so three. More of your call straight to air after this. I'm the chairman of Galliard Homes, and I'm delighted with the. Tom, Tom, Tom. We're just messing around back there. Sorry about that. All that, uh, please. You, uh, you. If, if Trebs wants you to do it, Chris, you got to do it. Uh, okay, call's going straight to air. Line six, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. Tell me what you're making of this, mate. Yeah, it sounds like a load of rubbish. It sounds borderline scar. Not scar, kind of light reggae scar influence, which is not a sound I like at all. Uh, line five, you're on the wireless. Hello there, Ian. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm very well, too, actually. Excellent. We were just talking about Dragon's Den. Oh, it's good, isn't it? It's brilliant. It's, it's, it's my fav- one of my favourite shows. After Lost, it's probably my favourite show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dear, that's Annabelle being silly. In the Annabelle, back. shut up. You've had your time. It's your mum's turn. Uh, yeah, because I haven't spoken to you <clears> for ages. No, not, not, not recently at all. No, I know. I was thinking... Yes? Got that um, Scottish bloke in. Duncan Valentine. Duncan Valentine, yes. A cute one in now. What? The, which one? The Australian fella? Yeah. No, not, I'm not just getting in cute Australian millionaires so that you can phone up and try and, uh, oh. you know, shack up with them. So I was going to shack up with them. You... I just very cute. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see. He listens to this show. The Australian fella. Got wow. good taste then. Uh, D- Duncan uh, told me that the Australian fella, whose name escapes me, is it Richard? I think I can't. Uh, Richard Farley Rusk. 
Uh, go, you, you follow us. He listens to the show. Oh, well, he's got good taste. He's got excellent taste. Maybe he'll give me £10,000. Uh, yes, line two. Hello. Yes. Uh, Ian. Yes. Would you like to buy a secret letter? Uh, is it, it's not K, is it? How did you know? Uh, it's, it's not that secret, you see. Uh, someone was trying to sell me one, uh, just the other day. My six year on the wireless. Monday was Brenda's birthday. He was 16 years old. Monday night, we spent together. Tuesday, I've caught his cold. Wow, okay, well that's, that's, uh, that's nice. Uh, line eight, you're on the wireless. Ian, yeah, Sean. You yeah. know that Manchester channel you're talking about? Yes. It's channel 203. 203, has it started yet? Uh, well, I've been going through the, uh, listings for tonight. Yes. And it's just like Channel M news about Newcastle, uh, Newcastle, Manchester. Yes, that makes more sense. Yes, how <laughs> could you? 11, how could you get that wrong? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but at eleven, yeah, yeah, there's a channel, a, a channel, a program what? called Job Search, and right. it's for all the Northerners that can't get jobs. Right. Check it out. Uh, yeah, excellent. Okay, um, I, yes, uh, but is Frank Sidebottom doing a show on it? That's what that's what we want to know. Well, well done. Uh, line eight, you're on the wireless. This is the new Mike Dick and Chat line. Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. I feel so sexy in my parking attendant uniform. Yeah. I want to cover you in strawberry cream as I issue you a parking fine. Baby. Excellent, thank you. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, line two. I'm just phoning to say that I'm very sorry I haven't phoned lately, but I am still listening, but I'm working very long hours, and that's why I haven't phoned you. Thank you for letting us know. I, I wish all of our other listeners would check in with us once in a while, just to let me know why they're not calling in or listening. Line two, you're on the wireless. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, line six, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello there. I'd just like to thank you for cutting off Bob from Thamesmead earlier. Nice one. Cheers, mate. Thanks. <laughs> oh, I don't know why that's made me laugh, but thank you. Line five, you're on the wireless. Arctic roll! Uh, line nine, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. I just wanted to ask you a question, if I may. You may. Um, you know, like, when he was younger, what scared you more, the Daleks or Wurzel Gummidge when he took his head off? I, do you know, I didn't used to like Wurzel Gummidge. I never watched it. I found it really, really, really boring as a kid. Oh, what, not cup of tea and a slice of cake. I loved it, but the Daleks... Cup of tea and a slice of cake, I'm salad. Sally, cup of tea and a slice of cake. It was brilliant. No, no but Daleks were terrifying. And uh, uh, Wurzel Gummidge, didn't they do a series of Wurzel Gummidge in Australia? Oh, I don't know, did they? Yeah, and when, when programmes run out of steam down, uh, over here, quite often they went to Australia. I know they did Father Did Father in Australia. Uh, they did Wurzel Gummidge in Australia, and there were a couple of others. They sort of just moved to Australia. Neighbours? Uh, yes, Neighbours originally started off in this country. Uh, line four, you're on the wireless. Hey, uh, Ian Lee, would you ever consider going back to the 11 o'clock show? Uh, well, no, cons- as they don't make it anymore, it'll be very, very difficult to go back and do that. Uh, unless, of course, you're the head of entertainment from Channel 4, in which case, let's talk lunch. <laughs> yes, line nine. Hi there, is that Ian? Yes. Hi, it's Lee from the Ilford, how are you? Yeah, good. Listen, my little boy wants to talk to you, he's listening to your show. One second. Quick, hello. Hey. Hey, man, how's it going? Good. What's your name? I'm Harry. Harry, what have you been up to today? Uh, I've been going to my friend's house. Did you listen to Duncan Bannatyne earlier on? Uh, no. You, what? <laughs> I think it's rubbish. What's rubbish? Um, Duncan's, the, dun- the show. You think Duncan's Bannatyne is rubbish? Yeah. Well then, Harry, I say good day to you. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, line 10, you're on the wireless. If you just missed that bit of Ian Lee, don't bother getting the podcast if the Triple M and MP3s aren't even on it. Yeah, good point. Good point. Well made. Uh, line 10, you're on the wireless. Oh, hi. Hello. Ian. Ian. Yes. Christianity in this country, we seem to be third rate now. Why does every other religion what? have the right to show their faith, and yet we right. as Christians in this country right. uh, cannot? Turn your radio off, and uh, you're talking about the story that was in the Daily Mail that you've completely misunderstood, haven't you? Well... About, about the lady who can't, uh, who can't wear the cross. Course, yeah, yeah. You, that's not the... Religion... That's not... You've you got it wrong. That's not the story. Did you read the article? I read the article. Yeah. Well, then you'll know that that's not the story. The story is, she can't wear her cross outside of her cravat, but she can wear her cross underneath yes. her cravat, which is where crosses should be worn, as they're supposed to be near the heart. Yes, but other so people... Then, so she's allowed I... to do that. Yeah, but, Ian, other people can show their faith by wearing their turbans and their bangles on their arms. Yes, but, hang on, what, 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 what faith requires you to, sh- to wear bangles on your arms? Uh, the, uh, Hindus? Uh, they, they wear, they wear bangles, do they? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and why would you, why do you... Wear head, Scott, why head, do you, why do you, why do you, why do you, why does anyone feel the need to show their faith? Surely the faith is in your heart and in your yes. soul and that's the most important place. It is, but sometimes you like to make statements. Why? Like people... People making all... statements start wars. Why make a statement? No, it's not about wars. Christianity don't stand for wars. Well, hang, have you, I... have you ever read the Bible? Have you I've ever read, read the Old Testament? The whole yes, thing is about yes, wars. Yes, the whole yes. thing is about bright, bringing down your enemies and cutting them up. It's a yeah, hideous book. Not, yeah, but you have to you have to read the Old and the New uh, together. Yeah, they're both full of violence and vengeance and revenge and horrible, horrible things. Well, have you read the Bible? Yes, I have. I used to go to well, Sunday can, school. Can you quote me one where it's... Oh, no. Vengeance? If you're going to start playing that game, of course I can't do that. But the whole Bible is all about chopping off people's heads and wars and things like that. I'm not playing a quoting the Bible game, because obviously you'll beat me hands down on that, but you, you, you generally, you're an idiot. You totally misunderstood the story about the cross. Uh, line six, you're on the wireless. Hello there. When I say the story about the cross, I mean the BA story about the cross, not the one about that bloke getting nails and stuff. Yes, you're on the air. The last caller said about Hindus doing bangles on the arm. Yes. It's wrong. That's all. There we go. Lovely. Thank you very much. Uh, line four, you're on the wireless. You're lightweight. You're fine. Yes, thank you very much. I did have that, but we've uh, we've lost that. What I do have, though, is this. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hey, hi, Ian. Um, who would you go for? A gorgeous girl in a thong, or an average-looking girl in one of those lacy numbers you mentioned? Is the average-looking girl wearing boots? Uh, yes, she is. Then I'll go for the average-looking girl. Thank you very much. Uh, line seven, you're on the wireless. Language to me! Okay, right, yes. Uh, line seven, you're on the wireless. Ian, all these people ringing up talking about hanging and religion, they really want to get a life. Daniel? Here we go, lovely, excellent stuff. Uh, line ten, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello. Ian Lee, 9743, LBC. And you stink of we, bye. There we go, they all rhymed. Did he actually say you stink of we? Was that the payoff? Wow. <laughs> Line 10, you got 20 seconds. Oh my God, you have no friends. Is it true? Excuse me? You have no friends. What are you talking about? Agent. Where's he gone? I don't know, I don't know what that means. Uh, line five, you're on the wireless. 
Wurzel Gummidge Down Under was in New Zealand for 22 episodes in 1987. There you go. The, we, we can end it there. So, the evening uh, is looking thus. Clyde Ball is on at eight. Uh, the big quiz uh, with Anthony Davis is on, uh, as uh, Gary King is uh, bunking, is, uh, is poorly. Nightly News coming up next. I shall see you tomorrow at three. Ladies and gentlemen, hang on. This show is completely f- if he